0: Is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash real chronicles. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: Welcome everybody to Real Chronicles brought to you by realtalking.com. I'm your host David and I'm only joined with one person today. Just guys. Sorry guys. I- everyone <laughs> loves us today. Jen's at a wedding. Lewis is on vacation. He's like, fuck. Fuck the horror genre. I'm done. And I,
0: then let Dave just talk by himself. So.
1: You know what's funny? If you weren't going to be on, I was contemplating just like rambling on for like an hour. That would have been like our lowest downloaded podcast ever.
0: What, there's only one of you?
1: So like, I'm done. I can't hear this guy talk for an it's hour and a half. Banter, bantering with yourself. <laughs> so this week will be fun. We're going to talk about our um, five favorite horror remakes and our. Least favorite horror remake, so that should be fun. I had a I had a really easy time with this one. What about you?
0: That's pretty easy, especially the least. Yeah, I'm pretty sure knows what my
1: least favorite one is. And that's not even in my five. Oh, really? Yeah. That that one will be fun. You're you're probably and I knew actually, I know what your number one is, but well, we get to we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I have something similar by the same director in my five. And I'll let you think about that till we get there.
0: Oh, I have to let that marinate for a second.
1: <laughs> but outside of that, we'll, we're going to look into TV because was lots of TV this week. Premier week was... Premier week. Premier week was here, and we can start with Monday. Actually, before we get started on that, I know that you saw Flatliners this week, and it's at a whopping 0% right up Ryan's alley from Spinrack. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you think? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you see why it's, it's at zero percent? <laughs> it's not good. I okay, I'm trying. I'm
0: gonna try to give like a compliment. Is that it's it's produced well. It like it looks good. Uh, the acting actually isn't bad. Uh, but the screenplay is horrible. And uh, it tries to like it's weird because it tries to mix in like it's kind of like supernatural kind of horror elements into it too, and it doesn't work. Uh, and throws in, like,
1: you know, the jump scare a lot. and So, it's, it doesn't, is it, what is it trying to be, like, a drama, or a horror film? What, or is it, just... it wants
0: to be kind of like a horror film, but then, like, and then, like, uh, I don't know if you've seen the original movie. No, I haven't. But, but like, it, it wasn't as heavy-handed in the original, but, like, basically in this one they're kind of, like, they're being haunted kind of by, like, the sins of their past. That's, like, kind of what they're seeing when they, like, flatline or whatever. And so, like, there's this, like, this cheesy sequence where they were like, oh, we have to, like, you know, make good on, like, the things that we made mistakes for in the past. So there's, like, a whole, like, sequence where each one of them goes to, like, apologize to, like, the people they wrong. And it's so, like, heavy-handed and cheesy and bad. And I don't know.
1: It sounds pretty cheesy, actually.
0: It's Not good. The, I mean, like, the, the whole, like, flatlining itself, like, where they would go under, like, there were some pretty cool visuals and stuff, but, like, it just wasn't enough to, like, warrant. Like, it's not it's not going to be a good review when I write it.
1: So it's safe to say you won't be buying that when it comes out on Blu-ray?
0: No, no. I mean, like, I, I think I've, I've kind of missed it before. Like, I actually like the original. Like, it, it's not, like, great, but it at least, like, you know, Joel Schumacher is a really good visual storyteller, and, like, it's... He, like... In the day, like especially then, like 1990, he was really known for making his movies look cool, and like Flatliners looks cool, and like you, you kind of can like ignore some of the like the the stuff that doesn't work because he's visually keeping you interested in what's going on, and this one can't even do that. Uh, even with more like even with more money behind it, it couldn't do that.
1: I mean, usually with something like this, when a movie when the first one, I mean, despite what you said, it's not really critically acclaimed. Right, so right. for that. I mean, it actually falls under the line of a, a a movie that, all right, it's not critically acclaimed. You know, why not remake it? But I think they went about it the wrong way. So
0: Yeah, it's also, like, I mean, it's a pretty good premise, too. I mean, like, you can do a lot with that. And, like, it's an interesting premise. They just don't do anything, like, significant with it.
1: And I'm guessing I'm going to use the, the pun that I'm sure everyone's using, and I'm sure it's going to flatline at the box office, too, right?
0: Oh, it looks like it already flatlined at the bottom. Ah, there's so many reviews that already took things like, like log lines I wanted to take, like uh, like should have come with a do not resuscitate order. And then there was <laughs> <laughs> there was also more like uh is dead on arrival. I was like I can't use any of them, damn it. <laughs> Go for it. it
1: doesn't matter. You put your own twist in it. Um, I mean, I- I'm
0: kind of I'm kind of surprised Ellen Page. Like I was trying to figure out why Ellen Page was in it because like she's more of like the indie darling outside of like you know the X Men stuff that she's done and like i don't know what how they got
1: her or like what like it doesn't seem like something she would do i'm going to say a lot of money
0: like the rest of the cast like get like you know actually the the chick i forget her name but she's playing um i think she's playing iris in like the new uh
1: oh yeah yeah was wasn't she the one from uh, dope
0: yeah yeah that girl yeah yes, yes yes um she um was actually pretty good like if they were all good like i i felt bad for the actors cuz like one review I read said that the movie is filled with a bunch of overqualified actors that uh basically saying like like they're they way too good for the project and they actually wore good. They just couldn't really save like a
1: really bad, bad screenplay. Movie. Yeah. The also another um another movie that I mean it comes out this week, but when you know what we talked about we talked about our last week when an embargo gets released early, that's a good sign. So Blade Runner's embargo was re- was uh, taken away on Friday. And right now it sits at 98% with 45 reviews. Who's the one that was like, ooh, it's like... <laughs> well, I didn't say that. Oh. No, like, no. Like, uh, who, who, who oh, no, I, it's probably the same guy that didn't like Get Out. So... Oh, probably. Um, from what I have, some of the reviews that I've read, I try to keep a nine spoiler when I read the reviews. They said that it's... um. Denis Villeneuve's best film, and they said that it's a modern. Oh, the top arrival, It's a modern masterpiece, and I don't know how. I mean, someone said some another review said it's better than Blade Runner. Wow. So, I mean, it's oh, you know
0: what else has
1: like decent reviews is the Mountain Between Us. I just because I was just looking at Blade Man. Runner and it comes out Jen's, next week. Jen's going to a screening of that on Tuesday. I I kindly um, declined. Fine. She's going. I mean,
0: I mean, I like, I love Kate Winslet and Andrews Elba, so I'm not like totally against it.
1: Well, that's, like, a, that's that's why she's going because they're going to be there, and she's like, oh really? Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm one step closer to Leo. Of course. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't <laughs> was, wait for Blade Runner.
0: He's like, because Kate Winslet talks about how like she made a lifelong
1: best friend when she made Titanic, because her yeah. and Leo still hang out. They probably still. Her, hook. They probably Jen. up. love that stuff. Probably. Jen's not here, so she doesn't like when I say this, but they probably still hook up.
0: Uh yeah, so I was watching TMZ and they were talking about like yo, I bet they hooked up, and then like some people in the TMZ office were like, no, I really don't think they have. That's probably why they're friends.
1: Eh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, it would have shocked me if one day she divorces, uh, whatever his name. I think Ned Rock and Roll is his name, and um, she marries Leo at like sixty and shit. Well, when he's done being a playboy. Oh, speaking <laughs> of playboy. Hugh, oh, Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner died. Apparently, it's getting a lot of, like, mixed reactions about his death. Some people are happy. Some people I are... got some on
0: my Facebook, so I was like, it was all freaking positive. And then, like, a few girls were like, oh, why are we, like, celebrating the life of a glorified pervert? I was like, damn, dude. He's not Larry Flint. Yeah, seriously. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> Did you see he wants to be buried? He's going to be buried next to um Marilyn Monroe?
0: It makes sense. Like, she was the first... Uh... Well, she...
1: He illegally released her pictures and created a... Uh a dynasty and, and like, a a legacy that probably most people people won't forget. But, like, like, you know, you know how it is. Some people are going to be happy, some people are going to be sad, and there's always hate everywhere, so. So who's going to get that money? Because he was, like, married to a
0: 31-year-old. He had, like, what, three kids? Four kids? That are, like, adults?
1: That court battle might be a next uh, American crime story.
0: Because I'm, like, wondering if they all get along and everything's all hunky-dory, or is it, like, going to be, like, a full-out
1: war i i can see a full-out war you know what's funny though not to change the subject i'm looking at ryan tomatoes right now you know flatliner despite being at a zero percent they're not publishing that zero percent you actually you literally have to click the movie to see the zero percent oh why not was oh, not enough reviews to publish it it says no it has 35 reviews 36 now so so if
0: we were yeah like if we were on ryan tomatoes i couldn't even like
1: help it out like, couldn't give it like. No, you, you, you get. I don't think anyone's gonna. It, it, I would love to see the person that gives it a solid review. So, there's always somebody. It's like
0: you guys just actually. Like, you know, it's it's funny. <laughs> it's funny
1: you say that. That you mentioned. There's always somebody because um, a few like probably like an hour ago, I was uh, on Facebook going through groups and stuff, and um, they were talking about Inhumans, and there's a guy that commented that said he really liked it. Mind you, the well, same guy.
0: Well, I think it has like a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. He's it probably... was at zero for a while.
1: But mind you, the uh, same guy hated Logan and Wonder Woman,
0: but loved the Inhumans.
1: Yep. Uh, the
0: original Flatliners has a forty-nine percent, so it's like kind of you know down the middle. And then now it's really down. Makes sense. I mean, like it, like even like you know a lot of people like I put it on my Instagram page too, and there were some people that even. That gave it a compliment. They're like, yo, it's not great, but at least it's like visually interesting the entire time. And like that, that's a that to me that's a lot that can like carry a movie a long way if like other stuff isn't
1: working. Did you see um the oh my god I lost my train of thought on that. Did you see I I read a review on Flatliners that they were saying that on top of it trying to be a horror movie and and a drama, it tried to be like this medical educational film on, like...
0: Oh, yeah, p- it was. So, that's why my friend liked it because she's, like, a nursing student, and that's why she was, like, so immersed in all the,
1: like, terminology and stuff. She's like, but this like, really the-
0: happens. I was like, that doesn't make it a good movie,
1: though. And she's like, oh, my
0: God, it was so accurate. <laughs> was like, is is that, she,
1: is that how she really talks?
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, she does.
1: That's funny. Um, I think my
0: favorite review I ran of Flatliners was when they they made a callback to the original, and they were like, the original Flatliners starred, like, like future box office stars like Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, and Kevin Bacon, and then it goes like, oh, and it also starred William Baldwin. I was like, well, sorry,
1: William Baldwin,
0: <laughs> like you weren't a future box office star.
1: <laughs> is William Baldwin Mr. Vanderwoodson, or is that another Baldwin? Yeah, he is, he
0: is, oh, okay. he is. I mean, at least, at least I was he, like, oh, dude, sucks. At least he had Gossip Girl. He's still a Baldwin. I mean, like that. There's some stuff that comes with that name. Like what? Julia Roberts was pretty in the original. I'm like
1: looking at uh old pictures from the movie, she was I didn't even know she was it. in it.
0: Yeah, she was looking good in 1990. Which
1: was, was she um she was uh, Ellen Page's character I'm guessing, like the lead.
0: So, so what they do in the uh remake, uh she the characteristics of Ellen Page's character are Julia Roberts' characteristics, but she's take what Julia Roberts wasn't like the lead. So other one was the lead. Um but they kind of mixed both of their characters for the remake. I guess that's okay. But yeah. Um, but yeah, there, of course, there's like, and I mean, every, there's like a type in the new, the new one too. So there's like her who's like, she's trying to like see, like she got, in a, I hate to give it out spoilers, but no one's going to see it. Um, she gets <laughs> in the car, she gets in the car accident early in the movie and like she's trying to connect with like her sister who died in the car accident. That's why she's trying to flatline and like do all that stuff. So it's her and then you have like the douchey like doctor that's sleeping with everyone that just wants to like get a high basically but you find out that he like has his own personal demons too uh yeah. and then they're the hot doctor they, they they actually like several characters call her the hot one and that, that's nina Dobrev. uh <laughs> that's like what her character is even though she's supposed to be smart
1: but she's the hot one well i on a movie that some people did see and it's and it's getting good reviews um i saw battles of sexes yesterday
0: Oh, yeah, you, I got your, uh, I got I my, your
1: text. yeah, man, I, I hate to, I hate to say this because you know how much I love you La, don't La La Land. Hate you don't hate to say it, though. you love to say it. Well, I love to say it, but you know, I love how much I love La La Land. Um, I think she's better this year than last year. She's, I think the only thing hurting it is
0: that apparently it's not doing that great, like opening, like in the number of theaters they open in. Money wise, I mean, she'll probably still get a nomination, but like. I think they they said they were expecting it to do a tad bit better than it did. You know, it's funny because I that happened with Stronger
1: too. I guess Stronger was supposed to also make a little bit more money, and it didn't. When you if you watch the movie, um, if you get a chance to, it reminds me a lot of like what's going on in today with like how it's very empowering in terms of like what, it's very pro women empowerment, and it shows uh, uh, Billie Jean's struggle to come out because at that time it was you know. The plague if you you know were gay and you kind of see like her struggle because she's married during the film mm-hmm. so you kind of see her struggle there and emma's fantastic in it steve carell's good but it's not a lead yeah he's not getting as much uh attention as her it's not a lead so if she if he goes lead he has a very strong chance of not getting nominated at all yeah oh like- he can he he can pull the Viola Davis supporting actor. Yeah, yeah, he's rap. definitely supporting. He could. He, he should definitely go supporting. The movie, if, if it gets nominated for Best Picture, I wouldn't be shocked if it wins because of, you know how Hollywood likes to send a message to our lovely president? Right. So send a message for sure.
0: Dude, you know how we were talking about, like, we, we couldn't tell, like, what's going to kind of be nominated for Oscars. Like, like we don't know, like, what's kind of a front runner or anything like that. Yeah. I saw a trade for The, was it the Greatest Showman. Uh, P.C. Barnum movie, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman? I kind of forgot about it because I know, I know another trailer came out, like, a, a couple of months ago. But they were the trailer before Flatliners, oddly enough. And, like, that seemed like it has, like,
1: huge, like, Oscar potential, if it's good. And that's it, if it's good. I mean, look what happened. With la- I mean, look at last year. The- I mean, it's the, the make- guy, the people that did the music for La La Land, the music for this. The Academy really doesn't like... That's another, another thing, too, is the Academy doesn't really like uh, musicals as much as we think they... Because, I mean, especially how diverse the Academy is. Wouldn't shock me if Mother gets an, uh, a Best Picture nomination.
0: Right. The Greatest Showman has a good cast,
1: though. I mean, you got Hugh Jackman, Michelle Williams, Rebecca uh, Ferguson, Zac you, Efron. I think we've said this before. Do you think Michelle Williams is on the female end is that one that's due? Dude, it's crazy how many times she's been nominated. Yeah, that's why I'm like. Uh,
0: it hasn't won. I mean, she might be like she's in like Leo territory for women. Like yeah. she's like the next. She's like she's pretty much like how Kate Winslet was before Kate Winslet finally won. And she won for what?
1: What did she win for? I, uh,
0: I think it was little. Was it little children that she won for?
1: No, I don't think it was little children. That I, I would rem- remember that one. I got. Now I got. To
0: look it up. Well, she's been nominated so many times. That
1: I can't even like. You're not. You're not wrong there. But uh, moving on to TV, while you're looking up that, how was uh, how was your premiere week for you? I had a hard time with some shows.
0: I had a hard time with some shows. There's still more reviews coming for other shows. Uh, You know, it was kind of fun having to watch, even if I didn't want to watch uh, certain things. It was yeah, so fun
1: to do. I can say that. Like I want it. And it's funny before we get to the premieres. So American Horror Story was actually good this week. Did you see it? <laughs> It was. uh, Everyone, me and my friends were talking about
0: it. Like, we were about to tap out. And then, like, we're like, all right, we're still in. But that's what that that show does. Oh, she won for the Reader, by the way. Okay, so there it is. Um, I don't even remember.
1: Yeah, man, I was like, (laughs) it's funny because the first thing that came to my mind when I was watching it, I was, like, halfway through and I'm like, fuck, this is actually really good this week. And I thought about all we talked about last week. how we were, like, ready to tap out and shit. And then here we are now. Like, we're back in. And watch next week be terrible.
0: inconsistent, though. Like, it bothers me that it's so not... Always on top of his game.
1: It's well, frustrating. It reminds me. It reminds me of the Walking Dead because you know how. I mean, I don't like the no, Walking even, Dead, but the Walking Dead is probably one of the most inconsistent shows I've ever seen. And the fact that that show still has like such a strong fan base. Yep, people love it. Did when did you tap out on that show, or did you ever? Were you? ever I, in? I never
0: watched it. I've yeah. never seen an episode. Good man. Uh, I know people. Like I have friends that love it and other friends that tell me not to watch it because they're like it's repetitive and like it's not good.
1: You're a good man. I I wouldn't want I I tapped out after season two, season two or three, something like that. But um let's kick off on Monday. I mean Monday was Big Bang Theory and Young Sheldon. I You love Big <laughs> I know you hate it. We discussed this. I did watch Young Sheldon though, because you know, I didn't I, I didn't I was very mad about it. I didn't it's very different. Yeah, extremely from different. Like, man, Big, I know, I know Big you Bang. don't, I know you don't like The Big Bang Theory, but there's, it's worked. It stayed on the air for 11, eleven, twelve. What did, how many? What's your extension now? Like thirteen? You're gonna go to like thirteen, fourteen years or something? I think it was it on season eleven. Or They're on eleven right now. Yeah, so. say
0: eleven, and they got renewed. I think it got, I think I think it picked it was one of those shows that picked up like a two season renewal when they picked it up last year
1: again. Yeah, so we might get another same thing with like Modern Family. So I mean. If it's worked for this long, and then you go to a Young Sheldon, which is—I mean, it's—it's it's okay. I didn't—I didn't think it was that funny at all. So, I don't know what did yeah. you think? Well, it was funny because I, I you know,
0: last last night, I my friend Morgan, she works, she's a an executive assistant to the director of uh the person that directs on Mom. So she's worked on like Two and a Half Men and Mom, and like basically, like she said, she like wants to live in Chuck Lorre world, and they don't want to leave. So all of her coworkers came down and visited her at she bartends on the weekend and stuff and we all hung out and and, like they're just talking like so much they're giving so much love to big bang theory and like all of the shows and i'm like sitting there like like she knows i hate those shows and like i'm sitting there so quiet trying to be polite because i'm like i don't want to diss like what they work on and then they finally were like well what do you do you watch like mom or like big bang theory and they're just like uh no (laughs) you're I don't know why you. I I, I I calmed down. I didn't say like I hated it. I was just like, yo, like I kind of like blamed it I'm like I watch so many other things. Like I don't have time. I didn't want to be like a, you know a dick.
1: It's not my cup of tea. But That's all you could have said. It's
0: not. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get
1: how like fucking six million people watch Big Bang Theory every week. There's a. F- I mean, like I've like, seen, like I wasn't like, even
0: surprised. I like, did the radio for it. Like all right, whatever.
1: Like I told you last week, I think it's just, I mean, it's not as funny as it used to be, but when I, I actually started that season, that show, I had heard about it and all that stuff and actually bought the like seasons one through seven or eight or, at that time. And I just binged through it. And I, the first couple of seasons I really think are hysterical. I understand like the classification of like, you know, the characterization of a nerd. And that's not what a quote unquote nerd really is. So I think that's what pushes people away. But the show as as a whole, I think it's really funny. So, I mean, I know you'll never get into it.
0: What's funny is that Young Sheldon premiered on Monday. Doesn't come back until November cuz CBS has Thursday night football. So like they uh oh, they it's are moving not to bring Thursday.
1: It back. It's moving to Thursday. Yeah, so oh, okay.
0: but they but they sampled it on Monday. The next day, I think it gets a full season order. Like it's the first new show this season to get a full season order. 22 episodes for season 1. Well, I mean, uh, so they mu- they must be.
1: Yeah, I think they're very confident. Same thing
0: where they're like, oh yeah, we it it got, it got it got picked up straight to series when they picked it up. It wasn't like a a potential show like they knew they were gonna make it when they picked it up. And now it's getting a full season order after people have seen one episode. It got mixed reviews from critics. I think it kind of like came down like in the middle on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, but I mean. CBS is like, if anything, I don't like that network. But if anything, they're a well-oiled machine when it comes to the shows they make, and they know exactly what their audience wants, and they kind of don't stray from that.
1: What's their audience, Adrian G? Ninety. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: old as fuck.
1: <laughs> I mean, outside of, I guess, Young Sheldon and uh, the Big Bang Theory, do they have any shows that like strive to get younger demographics to watch?
0: Well, did back in the day. So remember, they—that's where Supergirl was first. Yes, yes. Before it went right. to C- it went to CW. And like I remember watching Supergirl on CBS and like marketing it. And they didn't know how to market a show like that. Like it, it like <laughs> I was like, you can't like, you have all your little like NCIS and Criminal Minds, and you can't market that the same way. So I kind of knew that like Supergirl's going to CW eventually. Like I mean, I guess the CW didn't want it at the time because they were like, oh, we don't want to be the superhero network, and they finally like embrace that. And uh, it's right where it belongs. Supergirl it's much better there than it was on. Uh, Easy, easily, I mean, CW, uh, CBS. C- CW. And then I used to watch a comedy. You are going to say you are going to say I only watched this comedy because a certain person was on it, but I watched the crazy ones when it came on CBS with Robin Williams. I wasn't the show like uh, it really was actually bar- pretty funny. Oh, Ter- I Ter- heard Ter- Joe was, Geller was on it
1: too. I heard it was really bad.
0: It was, it was funny, but it wasn't like it. It was like. Not like one of their typical comedies either. though. so when that premiered, it had like one of the highest comedy premieres ever. Like in like two years when it started, but they just kind of fell off after that, and then CBS canceled it. What's um, so? I'm trying. It's fine.
1: What's and then we go moving on to Tuesday. Was Tues Tuesdays, Tuesday's This Is Us, right? Or, yeah, uh but also on Monday too, uh, the Good Doctor
0: premiere too. And yes, really I, have, good.
1: I have to catch it because I forgot to DVR it. Uh,
0: I saw that Jen's mom loved it. She liked the review I wrote, which was good. So uh, let me ask
1: you: Is it because that's? I don't like these procedural hospital shows. Does it look like it's going to be one of those?
0: Um, it it has okay. So in the review I wrote, it has potential to go that route. But the characters are really interesting, like interesting enough, where I think that will be more of the focus than like the kind of case of the week kind of stuff that they could do. The guy who created it, created House. I don't know if you ever watched House.
1: I've heard of it, but, but never like, never watched it.
0: But House was like known for like you know Hugh Laurie's character was like like off the cuff, eccentric kind of character, and that made the show interesting. Even though it was a kind of medical case of the week kind of show, the characters had their own stuff that was going on too that made it interesting to watch. And I can see the good doctor going their route. Freddie Highmore is good on it. It was kind of hard in the beginning to not see Norman Bates. That's like what it took, it, took, it took me a good 20 minutes to be like all right you're not playing him anymore.
1: When I first saw the trailer, I heard him speak cuz you know we, we for for those that don't know, he's British, right? Yeah. So he has a British accent, so his when he speaks, you know, when he takes away his accent and I'm hearing him speak, and if you close your eyes that's Norman Bates, it sounds exactly the same. So it's like I I see what you mean that you have to kind of like separate yourself. From- yeah, like like, full expecting expect him to just, like, be like, mother! <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> <something for you. laughs> and, like, no, but he's good, though. I mean, like, I wrote in the review that, like, he's, you know, he's probably, like, he's a pro at playing, like, characters that are kind of, like, left to the center, and this character is, too, in its own way. But he, like, it's cool that, like, the character he plays, even though he has autism, like, isn't really a victim either. He kind of, like, at least in the pilot, like, stands up for himself. And there are two characters that you're probably going to, like, end up hating, because they are so, like, they are, they are clearly the villains of the show. They, like, don't want him there. Uh,
1: they're one of and, those. like,
0: uh, yeah, but, like, they, they're played really well. Like, Hill Harper's one of them, and then uh, Nicholas Gonzalez plays another doctor, um, who, like, um uh, I think they purposely cast Nicholas Gonzalez, because he's a good looking dude, and I think that's supposed to be, like, kind of, like, the, they're really showing the differences between, like, someone like Freddie Highmore's character, who has to, kind of, like, who is very different, and has to, like, work harder to, achieve his goals and then yeah. someone like uh the nicholas gonzalez character who they kind of hint at the fact that he has got gotten as far as he's gotten because of like you know on the surface he's like pretty much everything that you would want a doctor to be so and per- so it makes sense that they cast it that way
1: so the show doesn't really do a uh i guess it pretty much t- lets you know from the get who's bad, who's good, who who are you gonna root yeah, for? Yeah, you
0: pretty much know. Like he has one ally, it's another doctor. I think uh she's played by Antonia Thomas, and she was uh she didn't do a ton in the pilot, but like you can tell that she's gonna be like his like like his friend, or I, I don't know if it's gonna like go down the romance route, but like she's definitely gonna be on his side, and then you can tell who. And then he has another person who's like at the hospital, um who is also on his side too, but then there's like people who oppose it. So there's probably going to be like a lot of that friction going on in future episodes. But I mean, I think it's interesting enough to watch and it actually premiered really well this week. I mean, like 12 million viewers and that got like a 2.3 in the demo and actually rose to a 3.2 after delayed viewing, which is really good. Um, it actually beat its lead in uh, dancing with the stars, which usually
1: is, a show that's made to prop up new shows. Wow. That's surprising, especially because so, sh- dancing with the stars is very popular.
0: It's very popular. And usually, I mean, like ABC has had trouble in that time slot since they got rid of castle. Uh, so for now, at least in week one, it's like, it's a hit for them. It was like, you know, it's hopefully it continues to do well. Cause I think it's going to be one to watch. Now it has a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, but if you read the reviews, they're not like scathing reviews. Like some of the, and they're all based on, like, the pilot. So, like, even the people that gave it, like, a bad review said that there's potential. So I think if you go back, if they went back and reviewed it, maybe episodes two, three, four, five down the
1: line, they might change their mind on it. All right, good. We shall see what happens with that. Now, Tuesday, this is us. Is, I don't watch this is us. You watch this is us and Jen and, and Alina and everyone but me seems to watch it. So how was that?
0: It was really good. Uh, I, I did. We talk about why you don't watch it.
1: I just have it. There's really no specific reason.
0: It's so well done. And like if if anyone that watches the show knows that like all I won't <laughs> say what happened, but all of season one, we were uh, we were trying to figure out like it, it goes back and forth between time periods, like present and past. And uh, I always pronounce his name. Wrong. It's Emilio. Milo. Uh, v- no. Yeah. Yeah, got it right. Uh, yeah, got his it right. character, Jack. Yeah, his character, Jack. Like, we know that Jack died. But, like, all of season one, we were, like, they were hinting at how he died, right? And then you found out in the premiere how he died, and it, it did not disappoint. It was actually pretty, uh... The show's known for being kind of gut-wrenching and, like, tugging at your feelings every week. Yeah. And it got you again. Uh, To the point, like, it's the one show that uh my mom watches that she'll text me after it's over like did she watch it And if i don't watch it in time she's very much like oh you need to watch it now we have to talk about it <laughs> like it's like one of those like family kind of shows
1: so that's a show you guys watch together you guys hang out uh, not also. well not
0: physically together but like she watches it and then like she'll like text me like did you watch it like what what do you think like like uh they're so they're like us <laughs> 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 like, okay. <laughs> she okay so here's thing my mom's like that with several shows my mom did that with this is us my mom did that with parenthood which is very similar to this is us and she also did it with like brothers and sisters like any family kind of show she's like oh we went through this is that (laughs) um
1: is that pretty much the tuesday show is there anything else on tuesday that's worth even noting or It,
0: it is the tuesday show and to think they were going to uh nbc was feeling like strong when they did their upfronts and they were like, we're going to move this is us to Thursday. We're going to like rebuild like much CTV. And like, we got Rolling Grace and like, oh, we're going to like, it's going to be a power, like power night, right? And then like, I think they were so high on that power that they realized like, whoa, 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 whoa we can't really do that. <laughs> we need That's to funny. like not, mess with, we can't mess with what's working. Uh, But yeah, it got like a, a 3.9 in the demo. And another example of, uh, it was the lead-in as The Voice, and it actually improved on The Voice's numbers. So, like, This Is Us is, like, clearly a self-starter. It doesn't need help.
1: All right. Uh, uh, and, and it picked up for, what, 22 episodes, or is it uh, 16? I think
0: they're doing, like, no, they're, like, 16, but they got picked up for season two and three when they renewed it last year. So, so I think they I think they have a plan already, which is good. That makes me feel confident that they. I think they know where they're going.
1: And that's smart. Like, I love when I hear a network show is, is settling for 16. They're not going to go for that 22-23. Yeah, 23. They, can, you know, they
0: can easily milk it if they want to because they know it's a big thing and, like, people are watching it. It's critically acclaimed. I mean, like, you know, we talk about, like, at award shows, like the Emmys and Golden Globes, how, like, network TV is not really represented much anymore because of all the streaming and cable shows. But This Is Us is one of the first, like, network TV dramas to get, like, a Best Drama nomination in, like, a long time
1: and it didn't win but i think it's going to eventually win. It didn't win,
0: win but i, I kind of knew it wasn't going to win cuz it's like the competition is like way too heavy.
1: I think that's one of those shows that you know eventually it's going to get it, so.
0: Right. And uh, and then also on Tuesday night, uh Season 2 of Lethal Weapon premiered. I know you don't like Lethal Weapon. I do not. <laughs> uh I like Lethal Weapon. I thought it's it's fun. And then uh Law and Order: True Crime, the Menendez
1: murders. Yes. Premiered. Th- I forgot that that was on Tuesday. So, I don't know what I think. I don't know if you agree with me on that. I thought it was fine. It was entertaining. But it felt like they were trying to be very OJ ish.
0: Yeah, you can tell that like they're trying like to. It's like their cable, like they're trying to do like the cable TV route and like do something as like edgy as like FX did with the People versus OJ Simpson. Exactly. Um, it's kind of hard though because like they're restricted by being on network TV. Even though it airs at ten o'clock, so they probably have a little bit more leeway as far as like what they can do and what they can show. Uh, it's still like. It still has the the conviction of like the brand name that's associated with it. So it, it still has the Law and Order brand name, so like it still feels like you're kind of watching a Law and Order episode. But there were like a few little things that made it different, that made it like interesting to watch. Um I, I I am kinda all in though. I thought it was well enough for me to like watch it again next week. Uh even though I know every inch of that story and I've seen everything about that story. I yeah, think, I was gonna I was awesome. gonna say
1: that. I think what I think what hurts the show is the fact that we there, there was just a documentary earlier this year about it, right? So you, uh, you don't you know everything about it,
0: right? And I think the the focus though, which is probably smart because they have Edie Falco, I think the focus is going to be more on their lawyer and how she builds their defense rather than focusing on the brothers and what they're doing. I think that and I think that might be a smarter approach to it'll you know, make it a little bit different because we don't really know even like watching all the documentaries and stuff like. We don't really know a ton about her personally. No, I never so even, I, think,
1: I guess yeah, I agree with you. That's a good way to look at it cuz I've never re- they never really concentrated on her specifically, so that's good.
0: Right. And, you know, and you have someone like Edie Falko leading because I, I didn't recognize any of the other cast members in that. I didn't <laughs> recognize anybody. So I think that's why you have someone like her cuz the focus is going to be mainly on her, and I think that will be more interesting to watch than like another rehash of like, oh, this is why they did it or like what you know, it, Watching her build that defense on like why they did it might be interesting to watch.
1: I agree. Now moving on to Thurs to Wednesday, my favorite comedy return. I know you don't you you don't watch the Goldbergs, right?
0: I do not watch. It. I have nothing against it though, but like, I, I just don't. I have never
1: watched it. I love the Goldbergs, and it started off with a very funny episode where uh, Erica moves to college. I highly recommend. If anyone has not caught up to season three, please watch the first episode. It was really funny. She, Beverly Goldberg is my favorite TV mom. She is hysterical.
0: In the yeah. clips I've seen, she's pretty
1: funny. Yeah, she's hysterical. On another end, another show that I'm not... I don't know why I still watch. I guess it's one of those, like, you start and you might as well just keep going to the end. And it's never been that terribly bad. But Empire was awful.
0: Dude, my mom watches it still. So I tapped out, I think, uh, after season two. I think I watched some of season three and I was like, I can't stay with this anymore. Because, like, to me, that show started out so well because, like, the first season was really condensed. I think I forgot how many episodes it was. but It was, it was only like 10. 10. So it was, like, really fast-paced and, like, it was good. And then when they started building up to, like, 18 and then there's, like, all these filler episodes. And, like, it's full-on soap opera. I mean, they've embraced the fact that it's a soap opera. I heard that Lucius has amnesia now.
1: Okay, Kent. All right. Spoiler alert for anyone that has not seen it. Just fast-forward, like, a few few seconds. And Lucius does not have a leg anymore either. So, what? Yeah, he has no leg.
0: What? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what though? It was the <laughs> highest. <rated>. It was. <laughs> it was the highest rated show on Wednesday night. So I like, mean, it still uh, gets the ratings. But the thing is, Empire was a behemoth when it started. I like. I don't know if people actually like know how well it did when it started, but like, it was one of the only shows in recent memory to like improve on its demo score and overall viewers after each episode and during season one. It kept going higher and higher and higher. It was, like, a kind of like a water cooler show. Everyone, like, was talking about it. And it still got a 2.4 in the demo, which is, like, a really good number. Uh, it's down to, like, 6 million viewers compared to what it used to get, which, like, it used to get as high as, like, 14, 16 million viewers. But, like, total viewers don't matter in the end. It's all about the demo score. So it's still does well enough for fox to be like yeah we're, to justify keeping it where it's at and it actually gave uh the show that airs afterwards star which i have not watched but it's from the same creators of empire it gave that show a big boost in it's season two premiere too because they had finally paired them together I, and i guess it was like a mini crossover i didn't even watch it because like, i don't watch star I'll, but i, I guess that helped. Kind of
1: help i will pass on star
0: well i mean it sucks because i hear that queen latifah is great on it and Benjamin Brat's actually really good on it too. I just like the trailers aren't enough for me. To, I, it looks really cheesy and I just, I can't
1: the cliche nonsense. That's what it looks like.
0: Yeah. But I mean like Fox hat clearly has their night of like, you know, it's working for them. All the ABC comedies, like you mentioned the Goldbergs and stuff, they all came back uh, even with where they were last year, as far as readings wise, So it's a good, it's good for, that's a good night for ABC.
1: Yeah, I think with the Goldbergs, I think it has a, it. has its audience. I don't think it's going to increase severely or drop severely. I think as long as the show is going to be on the air, I think it's right. going to be, you know, sometimes being consistent is better than just being right. up and down, up and down. So I think the show relatively stays consistent with their ratings. So. Right. And then, like, with Wednesday night,
0: the, the comedies, they pair together, like, they seem to flow. Like, you know, they moved American Housewife from, like, I think it was on Tuesdays to Wednesday, and it fits in. With like Speechless and the Goldbergs and Modern Family, they all kind of have like the same vibe and style. And I think that's why, if you like look at the ratings, there's not like a lot of like people tuning out after each one's over.
1: Now, did I miss like, Blackish? Blackish
0: moves to Tuesday. So, like, you didn't miss it. It's coming back uh, this week. Okay, cool. And they moved it to Tuesday night. I'm kind of worried because like it was like so comfy, like after like, Modern Family. And like, I hope people follow it to Tuesday. I'm assuming that it's like well enough now where it doesn't
1: need help from like a show like Modern Family to like boost itself up. I'm with you. I think being paired though with the way that that show was paired with the Goldbergs and Modern Family, I think that trifecta was really well.
0: Yeah, and like you know, I I think they they saw something in American Housewife where they were like, we want to kind of build that up, and they thought that they probably think that Black is just strong enough to survive on its own. I think it's going to be paired with like the middle, which is like doing its last season. Uh,
1: so I mean, hopefully people follow it. And then if we move to Thursday, oh, moving to Thursday, Gotham even though premiere last week, the ratings dropped this week to you, was it zero. You reported zero point seven, zero point zero point eight in the demo, yeah. which is
0: bad. However, the fucking Orville, which airs after it, maintained its one point one from the week before. So I guess people are liking that show. I watched an episode and did Not quite, very good, not good. But like, I guess Seth MacFarlane has his like fan,
1: his fanboys. So well, yeah, the Family Guy fanboys are gonna watch that show because it's Seth. So um, I
0: guess uh, it could just. Yeah, I'm still bummed that I feel like the, the Gotham just sent over to Thursday to just die.
1: It might. So again, oh
0: it makes me so mad because it's actually really good right now.
1: I have to catch up. I'm still on season like, two. So.
0: Oh well, God, I, got that's, I got. that's when the show got real good too. I got a long way to go. And also on Thursday, Grey's Anatomy came back two-hour premiere. A lot of people watched it. That show's in like season what 14, I think, and it's still going strong. Ugh. Uh, you know what though, I, I'm not gonna hate on it because like it's apparently it's still creatively viable and people still like it.
1: Yeah, man, they do. I mean, for 14 years, I think these all these hospital dramas always last forever, though.
0: Well, it's trying to. Uh, um, so like I forgot where ER ended, but like the big, they think that they want Grey's Anatomy to last longer than er so you can claim the title as longest running medical drama
1: and that's where we leave off on Grey's. we talked yeah oh now. and
0: how do we how, how to get away murder also came back to to not great numbers but it's how how to get away murder is a huge like DVR show yeah and it, and it airs at 10 o'clock on thursday which is not an easy time slot um so it gets a little leeway from on that end but premiered really well. I like the premiere. I actually like that show. I don't know if you watch it. I think Jen watches
1: it. I started watching a few episodes. I'm really, really, really bad with c- keeping up with consistent seasons. I have my shows that I watch consistently and then the rest are, you know, I try to start and then like, look at uh, Shane Divergent. I started and Jen is all the way ahead and I'm still on season one. <laughs> so that that's another one. And then Friday we uh, I thought it was a solid episode of The Exorcist, but ratings were not good.
0: Not uh, great. Uh I thought it was really good too. It got a 0. 0.6 in the demo, which is not even good for Friday. And like 1.7 million viewers. Uh we have to like we have to like wait and see what delayed viewing because that actually kinda saved the show last year. Uh I don't know, man. I don't know how you can like what Fox I don't know what Fox expects from it at nine o'clock on Friday night. It's it's not a great night to premiere anything.
1: Well, I mean, it did well last year, but it's, for the most part.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was always it was always kind of low-rated, but it kind of held its own on Friday nights last year. Um, I had a, a few friends that didn't know it was coming back, and they didn't even know it started. So that maybe that could be, like, part of the reason. Well, that uh, could like, be it.
1: I mean, and if word of mouth stays consistent on the show, being, you know, that it's good, so it might pick up. And, I mean, Shark Tank isn't back yet, so Shark Tank is a... <laughs> is that your, is that I your know show? Shark. I'm such a fucking sucker for that show you're not you have you ever seen it i've seen a few episodes just can't get into it
0: i I can't get into it (laughs)
1: yeah i uh, i'm a sucker for that show big time
0: uh and then also on friday uh the inhumans finally premiered for people that didn't want to go pay to watch it in imax a couple of weeks
1: ago uh it's not good Oh, I thought you were about to say it's surprisingly good.
0: No, it's not. I mean, like, <laughs> there's like maybe, but I'm basing it like. First of all, I was surprised that they had it, gave it a two hour premiere. Uh, and I, 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 my friend thinks they did that so they can quickly burn it off. Like, you know, so they can not instead of being like, oh, we're running like this mini episode now. You have six more instead of like, you know, like they, he really thinks they're gonna quickly burn it off and get rid of it. Unless the ratings are strong enough And actually the ratings weren't horrible for Friday night They got a 0.9 in the demo And like 3.7 million viewers Which is way down from what they were doing On Fridays when like Last Man Standing and stuff was on But if they're kind of going The route of like they want genre programming On Friday nights on ABC It's not a horrible start Uh, And they're also moving Once Upon a Time to Friday nights With it
1: I think that's the hope to get ratings for Is it going to lead? Is that show leading into it? I it is leading into it, yeah. So I think that might be the reason for it, just to try to get more uh um, more eyes on the show.
0: It's not like hot mess garbage though, the way it kind of like was it's not good by any means, but it's not like a train wreck. There's like you can see that there's like potential if they were to improve upon a few things, but like it it's you have to you have to really be into sci fi Marvel kind of stuff to really like it. And it's not like it's not as easily accessible as some of the other Marvel shows.
1: This is further proof that maybe we're in, like we always, we always say on here, we're in the oversaturation stage where it seems like they're just trying to get anything, any Marvel product out there and things. Right. It's well, remember stick.
0: when it was uh remember when the in- Inhumans was part of like the movie phase, like they were going to like kind of do a movie and it was going to be in the same universe as like what we're seeing now with like, you know, the Avengers and all that. And then, and I guess like they're like, there was, like, a battle between uh, the guy who runs Marvel program for, like, TV and then the uh, their guy who does it on the movie end were, like, kind of battling out where the, they were like, we don't want to really make this a movie. It's not going to really... I mean, if they were willing to do Guardians of the Galaxy and they're like, we can make that work, they they he really felt that it wouldn't work as a film. And so that's why it got shipped over to TV. And I'm kind of surprised that they gave it the IMAX release that they gave it. I, I mean, I guess, like, the money it did make kind of covers part of what they put into the production so i guess that kind of makes sense but the fact that abc kind of like it seemed like they had so much faith in it that they were going to give us like this is like the first premiere to like be premiered on imax and like it they made it a big deal before people actually started to see it <laughs> and then it failed yeah and like the the reaction like like i like they they were at comic-con and like that was like the whispers that comic-con was like yo nothing from the show was good and it's like a really awkward it was a really awkward panel apparently i didn't go I knew people that went and they said the panel was just really awkward because like the whole vibe in that room was like everyone has like seen stuff from this show already. And like the the early word is that it's terrible. So that has to be awkward when you're like producers and actors on the show and like you're like, oh, like we're trying to promote it and like get you to watch it. But, you know, that that general like stink is in the air. (laughs)
1: Like, this is not good. It's a bad stink to have.
0: Yeah, and especially, like, I mean, like, Marvel's a pretty big property, and, like, for the most part, their TV shows, have, whether on Netflix or network TV, like, you know, like, even, like, even though Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started off not great, eventually, I still watch it, and it became a lot better, like, mid-season one, and, like, it's been good. A lot of people don't watch it anymore, but it's, it's like, the same problem with Gotham, which started out as, like, procedural like case of the week kind of show and then it finally like embraced its comic book roots and got better probably too late because people tapped out
1: and I give it another two years and it might be gone
0: I don't want it. oh don't say that <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that pretty much covers everything for TV, for premiere week, I think next week, is next week Marvel? is it all the, our DC shows or that's, no, that's think, all October?
0: Uh, October, I think it's the week after next,
1: but we get Riverdale back next week, don't we?
0: Uh, no, the 11th. Oh, Riverdale and uh, Dynasty premiere on the same uh, night. They're doing their new, uh, I guess it's like trashy show night. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, laughs> on so Wednesdays. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Even though I don't want to call Riverdale trashy because I actually think Riverdale is good. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the CW always premieres their shows later. They want to get. Uh, yeah, the don't. other networks.
1: Well, yeah, I guess that's more you get the you get an added boost on the ratings because everyone. Well, that's true, and and
0: they're very much aware that the CW is not like a big four; it's not one of the big four networks, so they probably don't want to premiere their shows in the um, a hype of premiere week with like ABC and NBC and all that stuff. Um But the way ratings are going now, sometimes the CW beats shows on ABC, sometimes beats shows on NBC. The CW is not like uh what it once was.
1: No more talking toad.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, everyone makes... I mean, it's funny because like, I don't think they want to be a network that just airs the DC stuff, but that's what's working for them.
1: If, it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: You know, and they, and they get their... Like, they have their prestige shows. They have shows like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin that gets nominated for stuff, and, like... uh, And I think that's why those shows are still on. Because a lot of people don't watch them, but they have a enough fan base to justify being there, and they also are critically acclaimed and getting... Golden Globe and Emmy nominations so like they have those shows and you know and I think the, the president of CW talked about with Riverdale how they wanted to usher back in kind of what put them on the map like shows like Gossip Girl got them started and they want to kind of get that kind of vibe back which is why they picked up Dynasty I don't know why they really picked up Dynasty because the demographic doesn't even know about the original show
1: <laughs> that's, that's a show 80s. that, that sets <laughs> to fail
0: um but who knows? I mean, like uh, people who have seen Dynasty, the pilot said it's not bad. Like it's like they say it's pure like guilty pleasure TV. Uh, so I don't know. You might you might find yourself watching it and like liking it as much as you like Gossip Girl. Dude.
1: <laughs> I I I. I'm not gonna say I don't think so. We'll see. We'll just leave it. I mean, because like
0: if you're if you're watching
1: Riverdale and like Dynasty is on right after it. <laughs> well, I never watch Riverdale live. I always uh, DVR. Oh, you D. Yeah. Okay. I I yeah, come to think about it, I don't watch
0: any shows live. Yeah,
1: I don't think I will, unless it's like a serious finale. Like I I love Game Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is my pretty much my favorite show on TV right now. I never watch the show live. I just watch it the next morning. And That makes sense. The only show I think I'm the only time I'm ever going to watch that show live. That show. I don't go on Facebook or anything Facebook, like that because yeah. like
0: I, I mean I don't. I mean we all know that I don't watch it. It's like a thing. Everyone makes.
1: I think you want to be that guy. I think this year goes.
0: but my my Facebook news feed like burns up whenever Game of Thrones is on. I like I don't know how people avoid spoiling it for themselves.
1: I mean that's what like what I was leading to is like the only time I think I'm ever going to watch that show live is the series finale next year or 2019 or whenever it comes out. That's like two years. <laughs> I know. like You guys wait six episodes and that's all we got left. And we got to fucking wait a year so, and a half. If I
0: have time to actually like, I actually set up my HBO go on my TV because I hadn't done it. I, it was on my laptop and I was like, I'm not going to watch the show on my laptop. Like I'm not a peasant. Uh, <laughs> so, like, so like, I finally put it on my TV and I was like, oh, I can actually start watching
1: this now. But it's like, it feels like such an investment. <laughs> It's not an investment, man. You're only you're only like sixty seven episodes or sixty eight episodes. Or something Actually,
0: like. my friend Justin, who I trust with TV, says that like he started watching it and he was like, dude, like the first few episodes of season one, he's like, were a struggle. Like I thought I wasn't gonna be able to finish it, and then he was like, it does get better. He was like, it gets, like like significantly
1: better. It's the best show on TV.
0: There you
1: go. There you go. But um no, if you watch it, let us know. You gotta watch that and breaking bad. At least Breaking Bad's done. So you can you have no excuse on that.
0: Yeah, I mean I gotta fit that in between like rewatching like revenge and stuff.
1: Fuck revenge. <laughs> you don't even watch it. I don't care. It's not better than Breaking Bad.
0: You're a uh you uh you're uh freaking your lady's mom
1: loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but
0: I, I I could probably talk with her about it for days and like God, this is when it was so good, and this is when it got so bad, but I kept watching it anyway. <laughs> no,
1: nope. I've never had a conversation about revenge with her. You should.
0: Dude, I, you know what? I feel like it would be like you watching Gossip Girl for the first time. The first, like, season is really good.
1: And then it just progressively gets worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many <laughs> subplots. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: There's so many, like, subplots in, like, 2, 3, and 4 that are just, like, all over the place. And you're just like, man. But you, like, kind of hold on to that. Like, you love the characters. Like, and you I guess hold on to like, like when I it was like really good. Like will like, will it will it will, it ge- will it go back to where it was? Please go back to where it was. <laughs> <I'm> like, no. <laughs> and but I like low key, like I love Emily Van Camp. Emily Van Camp has been on like a bunch of shows I watch. Like she used to be on Everwood and I used to watch that and she was on Brothers and Sisters. Uh she's also in like two of the uh, you know, the Captain America movies. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I mean, she's like a she's like a fan favorite. She's actually on a medical drama that that's coming out midseason. Ugh, that, well, another uh, fucking medical that, drama. Another one, that, but that the G reels page gets to post for. So I hope it's good. So I don't have to lie. To Hi. <laughs> 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 Tell them to watch it. It's so good, guys. No, I did that for like two years with Scream Queens. But you, didn't you like Scream Queens in the beginning? Oh, okay. I did.
1: All right. And then well, it
0: became it became a hot mess.
1: Well, I guess Scream Cream can lead into our main topic for the day. It's October 1st, ladies and gents. That means we can finally talk about horror films. I love October. I do nothing but watch horror films all month long. I don't know if you do the same.
0: I do. I've actually been watching them even before then. I, I, I kind of get hyped in September.
1: I get like mid-September. I kind of start, but, you know, I still leave room for other stuff. But, like, I, like, religiously watch a lot of horror movies throughout the month. Like I watched It Follows a few weeks ago. I watched I actually watched It Follows in the Baba Duke back to back just to see which one I like more.
0: You still annoyed by the Baba Duke?
1: <laughs> no, I pref- I I, I I like them both. I'm annoyed ir- by the
0: kid. I know it's a good movie, but
1: Well that kid the problem with the kid is that he's supposed to be really irritating to get to that point at the end. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but when we get to that point where, you know, the situation with him, the Baba Duke and his mother, I think there's a The reason that that he's so annoying. Like, I don't know. I don't know. She's either a terrible mother or he's just a terrible kid. And it follows like so, so well made. The cinematography in that movie is fantastic. That scene, like, and when we get to that, it makes you earn that moment when they're in the pool, that whole scene in the pool towards the end. Yeah, it makes you earn it. But yeah, like, last week we talked a little bit about horror remakes. This week, G and I will count down our favorite and least favorite horror remakes. Now we'll start with I, our least favorite. Now, do you have honorable mentions? Because I have a few honorable. I actually think I have two honorable mentions. For least favorite, yeah. For least favorite, yeah. No, I have pre- a. Right, <laughs> so I'll be I'll be quick. My oh no, I only have one honorable mention. So my honorable mention is The Wicker Man.
0: Oh, that actually made my list. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's so bad.
1: And then I'll ki- I'll kick it off. With- Is it like so bad that it's good? No, it that you, no, like mystery science theater kind of bad. No, you know it's so <laughs> bad it's good. I don't know if you, uh, um, if you've ever seen it, Trolls Two. Oh
0: Jesus! You know what I'm talking no. about. So there's just
1: there there's a fate- <laughs> well, Trolls Two has nothing to do with Trolls One, and there's no trolls in the movie or goblins. As like this. Oh. So there's this very very popular like for horror fans, it's a very very popular bad scene in that movie. It's like one of the, the essential bad scene in a horror movie. So there's like the the goblins are eating someone and then there's a guy um that is uh the main character. And actually, I'm going to see if I can play it for you real quick. Give me one second. I'm going to pull this up on on YouTube while we uh while we talk about my number five i'll do my number five first so my number five is carrie and i think we've talked about i've talked oh, about like it oh no. nah, man
0: like i actually liked it
1: i think it's too it make, hot i
0: didn't make my best, it didn't make my best list but like i actually the I remake think, I think I, we this before where i thought like it felt like it feels more topical today with like bullying and all that stuff like, i actually kind of like I'm not saying that I felt the same emotions that I felt when I watched the original character. I actually think the original Carrie holds up very well. Uh, but it seemed it seemed very relevant.
1: I think that's why I liked it. I think for me, like, my it, issue was with a Sissy Spacek was like you you felt her vulnerability with um Chloe. Chloe. Uh, I think it's not ugly enough. <laughs> I, think, I know it's not even that too. I think the movie's too Hollywood. You know what I mean? There's no grittiness to it, like with the original. Did you, I think the original Carrie was nominated for Best Picture too? Like it was so gritty. Best, was, yeah, Best Actress. Yeah, best so it was gritty. It was it. It felt for. I mean, you're talking about like it fits for the time. I just don't like horror movies that feel too Hollywood. And Do you think they they cleaned it up too much? Way too much. And then the scene at the end at the high school during prom, I think they overdid it. They it wasn't as obviously both of them are over the top. But I felt like with with that one, it was so, I don't know, like it it's too Hollywood, and it was it was, I was actually looking forward to it, and I guess that's another reason it made my top because I, I was very into the trailers, and I thought it was actually gonna be something that I was really gonna enjoy. And, well, I mean, I think uh, too,
0: the acting, the actors that they got, at least for the two leads, were significant. Like I mean, it made it seem like it was gonna be better than what it was. Probably for most people, like Julian, I actually thought, even though I mean however you might feel about the movie, I thought Julianne Moore was good in it. And I thought, I even thought Chloe was good too. I mean, I know like some people feel the same way that you do about her being cast in that and like how she just didn't quite capture the vulnerability that C.C. SpaceX did. Not at all. But like, yeah, I still thought like there's individual, like Julianne Moore was, I mean, I wouldn't say she was better than like Piper Laurie because Piper Laurie, like she was on another level. And it was so funny because like, uh, there's some reviews that talk about how Piper Laurie was, like, way too over top. They don't understand how she got an Oscar nomination for that. But, like, I thought that she's great.
1: I thought she was like, great, too.
0: nails that part. And, like, you know, Julianne Moore kind of toned it down and did her own thing with it, which actually was definitely not Oscar worthy. But, like, definitely I thought was still good.
1: And you she can try to copy her. And when you watch it, I think when you watch the original, you kind of see why Carrie's character is the way it is because of how... Over the top and overbearing her mother motherish too, right, so I think her being the way she is and being so over the top, I think it was it merit it was merited because of how hurt they wanted Carrie's character to be, so I don't know, I just think I was just so o- underwhelmed and it was just so meh that i it just came off really bad <laughs> no i, I feel you. i mean i I know
0: a lot of people that don't like it
1: now before you give uh, your number five, I have your um <laughs> I have the quote for you. I want to, if you I can't believe you never heard this quote. And for those that haven't uh, haven't this is from Trolls 2, one of the most popular cult bad scenes in horror film history. They're eating her. And then they're going to eat me. <laughs> So, that's... It. <laughs> now, it sounds it sounds ridiculous. When you see the actual scene, yeah. you will lose your shit. It is fucking hysterical because the camera, uh, while he's saying, oh, my God, it actually closes in on his mouth. And it just... Like, oh, really? It's so bad. Like, I own the movie. It's it's just... It's one of those bad movies I have. Oh, my to God, own. you own it? Yeah, it's so fucking bad. I got it last year at Best... I was going to say Circuit City. At Best Buy for, like, four or five dollars i was like all right I'm i'm gonna get this this is this is a need so yeah dude, dude. uh piggy, piggybacking off of what you were talking about carrie
0: i like looked up a list another person's list of like the worst horror movie remakes um they did a top 25 and carrie's at 21 and they said carrie is a barbie doll remake a slick plastic soulless uh shell of a movie who's pretty exterior mass at hollow center yeah that pretty mean? much like basically saying
1: it's it's too cleaned up it's too hollywood I mean, Yeah, it's too Hollywood basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I expect, I mean, of course, you're not going to, it's one of those like, I was ever since, you know, Halloween's are pretty much our favorite horror movie. And I, we, I said it last week. If that gets remade, I'll be, I guess I'll give anything that gets remade a shot, even though I probably won't like love it. But, um, yeah, when I, when I saw it, I was like, this is just like, this is just, this is, I think it's worse than Halloween, obviously, because Halloween's not on my list. I think this is worse than Halloween. I know, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I know. I'm not quite. But what's your number five on the worst? G?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! There's nothing worse than Halloween.
1: <laughs> Stop. What's your number five?
0: Uh, my number five is actually the haunting from 1999, uh, with uh, Liam. You have the has a strong cast, right? Liam Neeson, Casper Jones, Owen Wilson, Lily Taylor. It's just laughably bad, though. Oh, I don't man. know if you've seen it recently. I actually watched it I watched it a month ago because uh, my friend was trying to tell me that I should watch it again because it's actually not as bad as I thought it was, and it's still bad. I like, had to, like, no, I man, recently, this is I had it, and so I took it on my shelf because I, I was like, I know I have it. And when I took it out, there was, like, dust on it. So that's, been, that's how long ago I have actually had popped it in. Uh, it's crazy. The guy who directed Speed and Twister directed The Haunting, Oh, really? And uh, Yeah. And, like, it's very, like, it's really heavy on, like, CGI, but the CGI is, like, really bad, and, like, the plot's really cheesy and bad. It's not scary at all. Like, not even a little bit. And I, it just amazes me that it attracted such a pretty, I mean, even in 1999, that's a pretty good cast to get for a movie like that. And I don't understand how they did. Um, but I had one of the stories I remember from that time period though was that Cassidy Jones and Michael Douglas went to a out of it, uh, uh, and like people were laughing and booing during it. So I, like that
1: must have like sucked to be like an actor. They must have they must See, have left in the middle. People were booing your movie. They must have they must have left yeah. in the middle. They're like I'm done with this shit. Oh,
0: yeah, this is not gonna do well. <laughs> it made some money when it came out, right? It like it had a big opening weekend, but then it, like kind of dropped off quick. Um. So it wasn't like a total financial disaster, but like no one liked it.
1: Yeah, I and
0: the fact that people think House on the Haunted Hill is better says a lot.
1: <laughs> and that's even 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 that just definitely wasn't yeah, that was terrible too. <laughs> uh, my number four, see, this is where I was saying that that certain director that's in your number one is in my in my list. So I guess it's cheating, but not really. My number four is Halloween Two, the Rob Zombie Halloween Two. So. Yeah, I know. Uh, because yeah. the reason I the reason I would put it there is because they do it. He does try to uh, recreate the scene in the hospital. Like pretty much, he does the whole hospital, uh, the whole stuff from the hospital in the first like fifteen minutes of the movie with that opening. And right. it, I, I the was, I was, dead. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. I was. Uh, this is two thousand nine. And I'm sitting in a the theater, and I was actually into it. I was like, "Yeah, it's over the top, gory." But I'm like, "All right, at least they're recreating the scenes from the the hospital stuff." Because I really, really dig Halloween too. And um, when I see it to dream, I'm like, "Yep, I'm done. I'm like just fucking done." And then like uh, Laurie Strode dies in one of the versions of it, and they both die together. And then like there's a like a unicorn throughout the entire movie, or a horse, a white horse. And it, it was just like... And then Michael Myers doesn't even wear a mask. It's just like a fucking terrible mess. Oh. And then, like, I, we love Daniel Harris on this show. And the yeah. fact that she made it out of what she made it out of in part one, and he, like, brutally, zombie decides. to so, like, all right, we're going to kill Annie anyway. And we're going to do it in, like, a more severe way than we would have in the first one. I thought. Daniel, was...
0: Do you remember when that movie came out? I, I don't know if you, like, paid attention to it, but, like, in the trailers for that movie... Her like what ends up being her death scene actually seems like it plays out bigger in the trailers. Yeah, and what we actually got in the final movie—they
1: destroy uh, her though in the, in the.
0: Yeah, they. I mean, like, I mean, I guess that's why they destroy her though, because she did. I mean, she got she actually kind of like
1: hurt her. He hurt her bad in the the first one too, though. <laughs> I mean, he made. Uh, I guess because she made it out so of the probably first probably one, pissed off because she like surrendered. Yeah, I think that's what it is.
0: I'm surprised he, like, have they talked about, like, I wonder if any of the
1: actors talk about what they feel about Halloween, too, because, like, it's not good, but I guess they won't say that. You know, it's funny. Every time I go to a Daniel, because I go to horror conventions a lot, and every time I go to a Daniel Daniel Harris screening, I always think of, like, what's a good question that hasn't been asked? Because, you know, at these cliche horror conventions, you're always going to ask the same shit. What's your favorite movie you've been in and all that shit? So I'm like, I'm always trying to think of like something specific, and if next time she does one, I'm gonna ask her, because that's something that I don't think anyone's ever asked. Like, what did you think about like his direction in this? Like, he went in a such a different way. Like, it was less trashy if you really look at it, but it was more trippy and just.
0: It felt very (laughs) trashy. What happened? It felt very trashy to me. I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. I don't think it was as trashy as the as the first one. I know you'll probably disagree with me on that. It didn't
0: even feel like a Halloween movie, too. I think that's what kind of bugged me about like, like it. Like, it didn't really, like, I mean, like, of course, like, even with the first one, like, you know, he took creative license. He did his own thing. but then Like, he really did his own thing with the second one. To me, it's just like a Halloween movie in name only.
1: Did you know that in the first one, he didn't want to use a Halloween theme? Did they use it much in the second one? Barely. I don't think they used it. I think they used it at the... No! um, The end credits? They they incorporated something else. I can't remember what song they used, but they incorporated something else and it really wasn't anything that was noteworthy or anything like that. It it took away... I mean, I I think Rob Zombie really has a hard time realizing that while Halloween is great, John Carpenter has even said it in interviews, what makes that movie is that score. And I think people have—I mean—I think he has a hard time realizing that. But Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie, and you know, he will do what he wants,
0: and he'll do whatever he wants, like cast his wife in all the movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I actually was—I uh, watched House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects this week. Eesh. I don't know why House of a Thousand Corpses is really bad.
0: It's bad, but Devil's Rejects I still like. I—that's um, one of the ones I kind of want to revisit in October. But I—I I, I watched it like a couple years ago, and I still liked it.
1: I like. I, I like uh Bill Moseley's character and Sid Haig's character in House of a Thousand Corpses, like Captain Spalding right. and Otis. But I it's just it feels like one of his music videos in, in, in honest in all honesty. It's just like there's a lot of cut. Like, you're weird. watching like Living Dead Girl. Yeah, it's like a weird cutscene. <laughs> and I'm just like watching them. I'm like, This doesn't belong here. Why is this here? But uh yeah, that's my number four, Halloween two. What's your number four, G? Uh, my number four is prom night. Oh man, you always talk shit about that movie. You like prom night? No, I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> <was
0: like>, <laughs> you're such a big fan of like Britney Snow. Um, <laughs> it's so it, you know what? It's not even a remake in the sense like it's only a remake in name only because they changed the whole entire plot. But I guess if you remade prom night, it'd basically be like I know what you did last summer, pretty much. Yeah, and probably why they don't. But it's just like it's one of those like. It came courtesy of Screen Gems. I don't know if like a lot of people know about Sony Screen Gems, but they released a lot of bad PG-13 horror movies like back in the day, and they and that was one of them. Um, it opened well and made money, uh, like they always seem to do because they don't cost anything to make. But it's just not scary. Uh, it, it, there's no like real style or anything. The only thing I like about that movie is the opening, <laughs> the opening credits. Uh, there's a cover of uh time of the season which is really good and like the opening credits are good that's not that's not a good sign when like the only thing that's good is the opening credits and it just kind of goes downhill from there like it's now granted I haven't watched it in a while but I doubt if I put it in like today I'd be like oh wait I was totally mistaken it's really good yeah it's just it, it's bad like uh you know well, well, a bunch of pretty people getting attacked picked off one by one with
1: very little butter because it's only PG 13. Yeah. You know, you know, when a remake is PG 13 or any horror movies, PG 13, that it's, that's not good news. Now it's funny.
0: We're talking about all these movies that we don't like. I own Prom night, right? I don't (laughs) Because I, I don't know what it is. Like even when a horror movie, certain horror movies are bad. Like I, like, it's, they just need to be in my collection sometimes so I can revisit them and maybe I'll change my mind on it. Um, I haven't pulled Out Prom Night in forever. I have it on Blu-ray. Uh I think it was like $5 when I bought it. It's probably why I got
1: it. I think for for us, I think this month is the best uh, month to stack stash up on movie horror movies because they're all on discount.
0: all on sale, yeah. So all the ones that you don't have that you like kind of need. Like I don't own Rosemary's Baby cuz like uh they have like cri- a It's Criterion collection now. Well. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, expensive.
1: I have a <laughs> Well, Criterion Collection, I I have a lot of. I have like fifty, sixty Criterion Collection Blu-rays, and I always get them on sale. Like they have a fifty percent off sale every every six months, and I like buy like at least like ten because yeah. It,
0: I was gonna say the only time I get anything from that collection is during like the Black Friday and Cyber Monday, like yeah. so. It, like sometimes they drop the price, so I that's how I, I got the game during that period. Love like, the game. Um. But I don't know why I never picked it up. I should have gotten cuz I know Rosemary's Baby cuz I go on like blu-ray.com and they'll tell you like what the deals are for movies and stuff during that time period. And I know Rosemary's Baby was on that list of being on sale and I just didn't
1: get it. You know what? I'm going to I actually had it on Criterion, but the first time I saw it I was so underwhelmed. I'm going to buy it again when it's on sale. I'm going to rewatch it. Maybe maybe I just need a, you know, a fresher eye on it. Cuz it's been a while since I've seen. It. I think like 3-4 years since I've seen it. So it just didn't play well for me. I was very underwhelmed by it. I know it's kind of slow. Very slow. But I just didn't like the end. I don't care about the slow the slowness of it. I just didn't think anything of the end. I really did not like it. So maybe if I watch it again and put it in place, maybe I'll feel a little bit better by it. But yeah, my moving on to number three. My number three I hope we have the same number three, actually. My number three is um the fog. Uh it's higher for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Still, so watch us a step higher. Yeah, <laughs> my number three is the fog. You want to just pick? Oh no, well, yeah, we can pick it back. So yeah, me. it it's just fucking awful. They tried to use Tom Welling's stardom when uh, That's a very Smallville. little stardom he had back. I mean, <laughs> he was big during Smallville, man. He was. In, you know
0: what movies he did during Smallville? He did The Fog and Cheaper by the Dozen. He didn't really I like capitalize Cheaper on, by that, the on dozen. that.
1: You don't like Cheaper... No, no, I did too. But like, he didn't really capitalize on that Smallville fame
0: to do a lot of movies.
1: <laughs> I guess you're right. I don't know, man. I I thought it was I He's
0: uh on Lucifer now though. Is he? Yeah, he just uh he became a series
1: regular for season 3. God, I can't believe that show's going to season 3. Um, but yeah, The Fog was just I don't I do not even I, Is there anything to say? <laughs> Here's the deal though. That's enough. so when I found out they were remaking it, I wasn't upset because at the time I didn't
0: really like love The Fog as much as I love it now. Like I actually with each viewing of The Fog, I think it gets better and better. The original. Um, but I thought that there is stuff you can improve upon. Like, you know, the effects in the movie were great. I thought the Fog stuff was really good. But, like, the plot itself was just hokey and bad and cheesy. And uh, we actually had a joke back then. Because, like, Maggie Grace is the lead, the blonde chick. And Maggie Grace just had, like, a tough go at it back in the day. Because she was on Lost. I don't know if you watched Lost back then. No, I did not. Uh, can I say what happens to her? Will you be like, yeah, I don't care. Shit, go ahead. Shit. Okay. okay, in case any spoiler, alert, in case no one, if anyone's interested in binging Lost, don't listen. Um, her character got killed off really early during season one, and then she was supposed to be, uh, Shadow Cat, Kitty Pride, and, uh, X Men The Last Stand, and then got replaced by Ellen Page, and then she did the fog. So she had like a run, like three bad luck things that like, just happened to her back, like back to back to back. And, uh, the fog was like the worst of it. And uh, I always forget that Selma Blair's in that because she's the, she's the, the the DJ character from the original. Yeah. Uh, Like, like she's not bad in it. Like there's certain things that aren't horrible. Like Tom Willing's not horrible in it. And Selma Blair's not horrible. I just, and John Carpenter, even though he produced it, did not have kind words for it either. I just, I just think it
1: was one another unnecessary. I think it was, because it was 2005, so it was around the time that all these horror remakes were being made. So it was one of those, like, alright, cool, so we're going to re, we're gonna keep redoing this stuff, and we're going to remake everything now. So, they decided to do the fog, and look what happened. And then he went back to Smallville and made another like, seven seasons. Yeah.
0: Because I think... Um, it, it did open at number one, though, if any small conflict. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, sure. <laughs> if you want to, like,
1: yeah, I mean... <laughs> All right. What's your? Yeah, that was your. Not, number. That was my.
0: That went into my number two. So I guess right. I have to. And what's your drop, number three? Drop back down to number three, and uh, I have to give it to uh, the Hitcher. I haven't seen the remake. Uh, now nah, I love love me some Sophia Bush,
1: uh, and she looks great in it. That's about all I can say. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to give it a couple of more compliments too. No, no,
0: just Sophia Bush looks great. Like full on jean shorts at one point, carrying a rifle. She looks good doing it, but Man, it's just like it. that's about it. Now, have you seen the original Hitcher? Uh, no, I have not. The original is actually really good. Like Rucker Howard plays the Hitcher, and he's scary. Sean uh, Bean plays him in the remake, and like he's not bad in it. Um, but it's very different interpretation. He's he's like Rucker Howard's character isn't like creepy from the start. It's kind of like a gradual. Thing that you kind of learn about him, uh Sean Bean, like from the instant, like which makes the movie not work. You wouldn't pull over and pick him up. Like that, like that's what makes it not work for me is that he's instantly like, yeah, you don't trust him. <laughs> so who's the, like? who's
1: the hitcher in the remake?
0: And Sean Bean is the hitcher. Oh, okay. the guy he's in like Lord of the Rings and like yes, uh, yes, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he always seems to die in movies. <laughs> um uh But yeah, and they actually reverse the role. So like uh in the original. Um, the boyfriend is like the lead, and the girlfriend kind of takes plays second fiddle to him. Yeah. And the remake they switch it where the girlfriend's the lead and the boyfriend's like pretty much the damsel in distress. Okay. Uh, uh. So that was kind of an interesting flip, but like it's just it came from the Michael Bay production vault that you know did Amityville Horror and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sometimes uh, that works though. Sometimes it does work, and like we'll probably talk about how it worked later uh but it didn't work for this. Um it could have worked. There's like potential there, but it just no.
1: You you're pretty much done with it right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. My number 2 is the night, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm surprised I didn't include that. I I almost included it. It's not good, but I just hate these more. Yeah. <laughs> so we've talked about it before. It's just everything's I think there's so many things wrong with it. And unlike I think we it's use. heavily produces. It's like really slick. Yeah, it's clean. Is it Very too Hollywood. It, it's too Hollywood. <laughs> but no, I think a big problem with it too is, um, I don't like. Uh, oh my god, I always forget his name. Uh, Haley, the one who plays Freddie.
0: Oh, Jackie. Jack.
1: Uh, Jackie O. Haley. Haley. Is that what it is?
0: What's funny is that they got a good actor. I mean, he had he had just been nominated for an Oscar. I think the year before, and so they or maybe a couple of years before that. And like he, they got. I think they, what they did, they got it, they, what they thought would be a good actor to play him and thought that would be enough
1: oh no i was I, I it's not robert Englund, and i think i my that i was that was a glaring issue for me because i think they try to make it scary like the first one instead of like the fir- the from part two on it, you know it was more horror comedy than horror i don't know if you agree with me on that
0: i think it for me it starts with like three i think two tries to still maintain being like kind of scary
1: and then nightmare, uh, new nightmare is a horror film. There's no comedy in there whatsoever. But right, like Steven wasn't down with that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I was very, I was very met. And then the whole Freddy is a child, not just a child molester on top of a kidmer. No, nah, man, that was a bit much. I was, I was not having that whatsoever. Well, I mean, that's
0: kind of what they alluded to in the original. I mean, like
1: without saying it much. But they they didn't. I guess the, the insinuation is better than the than the actual like. Right. I'm gonna do this before I slice you up. No, nah, no, nah, I'm fuck you, man. That's not yeah, our Freddy. No. So. Ta- I've
0: talked about this before too with a, with a Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the Katie Cassie effect. If you see her in a horror
1: remake, it's, it's probably not going to be good. I hope Katie that, could- <laughs> I hope you never meet <laughs> that her.
0: Black Christmas. And when a stranger calls,
1: <laughs> I hope you never meet her.
0: <laughs> I have met her.
1: Did you tell I her her movies her. suck?
0: no no i told her how much i love arrow (laughs) well she took a picture with me the only the only stipulation was that we were at a bar it was at at sharky's here which was like weird because she was there for her sister's like bachelorette party and my my thing was like why is your sister like ratchet enough to have her bachelorette party at sharky's (laughs) but whatever and she was like oh yeah i'll totally because i was like you look i knew who she was but i did the whole like oh you look familiar and she's like oh do i look familiar from like she's like being all coy And then, like, she was really nice. And the only way she would take a picture, though, we couldn't have, like, I had to put down, like, I had a Corona, and she had a glass of wine. We had to put it down. She was like, because she's like, I have younger fans, and, like, I can't, you know, I can't be taking pictures where I'm holding, like, alcohol, even though it's not, I'm not doing anything wrong. But, like, it's very interesting how, like, they're very, even in moments like that, they're very aware of what their image is and what shows they're on.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, at least she has Arrow, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, she was on Arrow and Gossip. Like, she's actually had a decent career, and I always forget that she's David Cassidy's daughter. Um, the who was on the Part, uh, Partridge uh family. Partridge family, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, she's had a pretty good TV career. So, so, so horror, re- I, I, she made a
1: bunch of horror movie remakes in a row. Like, she didn't learn. I think she thought. <laughs> I think she thought I'm gonna ride this train until I can't no more.
0: Like, I mean, because what in Nightmare on I'm Elm Street, she's like the Tina character. And she gets the whole, like, uh, God, that's another example, too. I mean, I should have put this on my list. That's another <laughs> example of how, like, uh, certain scenes are, like, better in the original than they are in the remake. Where, like, that scene stays with you in the original, like, Tina's death scene. And then it's so
1: heavily, like, produced in the remake. You know where I was. You know Not what, effective at all. You know what scene I was going to say that really was an, uh, a deterrent for me when I was watching it? I was like, oh, my God, why did you have to CGI that? The scene in 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 the eighty four when when Nancy's sleeping and Freddie, uh, you see his silhouette over her bed, like he. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, did you, and they CGI it up, and he does some weird shit in the remake, and I'm like, nah, man. Which is like, you know, they did that practical in the first
0: one, like it, it was works so well. It's like, yeah, they. Wes Craven talking about how like they had like him behind the wall, and then like they did a practical like. They, they just kind of rigged some lighting up around it and like had him had him just push himself through maybe because we're old yeah.
1: maybe because we're so old and we're like practical effects are better than cgi but they well,
0: we are i mean like certain things are i mean like i mean that seems a good example that seems a good example where it's just so heavily done like where it's just like overly produced that it kind of takes away from what made it scary I, mean, like, I like I've said before, like her death scene in the original was like at that. Still, every time I see it, I'm just like, oh, it's brutal. But it's w- like wasn't <laughs> um
1: oh my god, what was it? I think it was in the in an interview with Wes Craven earlier on. Wasn't that scene with Tina in the original one? like they did like made like a special room for her to be like upside they did down,
0: a special upside down, and like she was worried about doing it, and he kind of like basically walked the room with her, kind of like I'm gonna be right here with you doing this so like you're not doing it by yourself
1: yeah so i mean and,
0: like, made her feel better about it and like you know because she was like i don't know if i can do this and like you know it kind of adds to the whole like they created like one special room that would like would spend like the way it did
1: you sure you don't want to add it to your list now man you
0: see like... <laughs> well i kind of forgot about the kitty cassidy effect i know i've talked about it before <laughs> <laughs> and like because i like i don't like black christmas either it wasn't like but the thing is with black christmas even though I don't think it's a good remake, I watch that remake after I watch the original every Christmas. Because, like, it's still kind of, like, so bad that
1: it's good, kind of. Have you ever, this isn't a remake or anything, but have you ever seen uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night? Yes, I have. Is it any good? Because um, I see a lot of people, like, think that it's, like, a really, so like, like, a cult not, classic. It's a cult classic for sure.
0: It's not. I don't think it's great, but I can see why, like, horror fans would love it. It's really gory. And I think what people like about it the most is that critics trashed it so much that it like, pulled from theaters. Like, Siskel and Ebert, on their show, particularly back in the day, trashed the hell out of it. And oh, it resulted it. in pulling it, yeah. And then, like, a lot of parents protested because they, like, you know, you have, like, a person dressed up as Santa Claus killing people. Um, That led to it getting pulled from theaters, like, really quickly. But that also made it kind of infamous among horror fans who like seeked it out because they're like oh we have to see what everyone's been talking about like the thing that we shouldn't be seeing um it's not great by any means but it's 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 funny it does I its mean, job
1: it's, it's, but it's, like, it does its job uh,
0: yeah
1: and, yeah all right I, 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 haven't seen it, though. I know that's why I keep seeing I keep hearing about it I got, I'm gonna have to get to it this month I'm I gonna buy that, it I might uh, as well get it on Shout sale was it Shout Factory or whatever that uh that's the version all- that I want yeah I love Shout Factory yeah they're coming out, i actually might get it because i when does it come I, out is it for the holidays or is it for halloween i think it's for halloween i have to look it up right. i know it's coming out soon though i'm gonna have to look into it um now moving on to our number one yours is halloween go ahead
0: oh it's hot garbage that's it <laughs> okay that's it no it's just not good so like the original halloween is scary for the things that we don't know right yeah like it's it's the mystery behind it it's like, like you're not you're not spelling everything out especially about michael myers if you don't know anything about michael myers and that's actually the kind of the thing that kind of hurts the sequels too like the more we know about him the less scary he is um but rob zombie taking full creative license was like i need to explain why michael myers is so evil and basically takes like what seems like a drop subplot from like those rejects and then puts it in like the first hour of the remake. And it's not particularly good or interesting. And then the last 30 minutes is like this rush, like hack job. Like basically the last 30 minutes remakes the original Halloween in 30 minutes.
1: You don't think anyone's good in it at all though. I, I like Daniel Harris. I don't even, I, I know they're, you know, Lori Strode is not our Lori Strode. She's but the likable as a problem. Dude. The performance like wasn't like- terrible though. I don't think any of their performances were like I don't watch the movie.
0: My problem with that movie is that you don't like anyone. Like you should like Lori, but she's just as annoying and bitchy and like as her friends are. Like they all seem like the same type of character. So you can't even like root for her.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess I get what you mean. I I I guess it's just I have this thing with uh yeah, the movie's not great, obviously, but I don't think that anyone's performance was just dreadful. And like with these movies that we've talked about, on top of that, I think the performances really weren't up to par. At least there's there's stuff I don't mind in the in the remake. Did
0: you like? Did you like Michael McDowell?
1: Yes, I did. He's I, no. I didn't
0: like him as Doctor Loomis either. He wasn't even simple. Like I like didn't like him.
1: Well, he, he, they made you not like him in the second one. But uh, yeah, yeah. But in the first one, I mean, I I like Michael McDowell as an actor, so that's that's why. I mean, he's no Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasance as Loomis is something that is like one of the greatest horror ca- characters of all time, right. and you know it's hard to top. I don't. I didn't expect to top it. I expected a different performance, and I thought I thought he did well. I didn't didn't think anything. I didn't see anything wrong with his performance at all. So yeah, like I don't hate it. You despise it. I, I just can't despise it. I mean such a classic, man. Like I, 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 I remember when they when I found out they were remaking it,
0: and I was just like, I maybe if I had the bad taste in my mouth even from the beginning, because I was just like, nope, nope, nope. Well, I will
1: say this: when <laughs> I wasn't happy when I heard they were remaking it, I'm not gonna sit there and you know just because I don't hate it, I'm not gonna sit there and say, oh my god, oh my god, I was I was so happy when it was, uh, when it was made. And I didn't hate the first trailer. I do remember seeing the first trailer for it. And I was like, all right, it went not horrible, but still, nope. <laughs> the guy I was like, my friends
0: were like, you're not going to like it. Like, you've already set up yourself for not liking it.
1: And I don't know about you, but it was one of uh, – I remember watching it, and I remember how crazy the theater was. It was a completely sold-out theater. It, it was packed. I saw it opening night. Yeah, it was same here, and it was insane. Everyone was going crazy during it, like in certain scenes, and you're just – it's a younger crowd, and at that time I was very young too. I was I was like I think I was like twenty one or yeah I was about twenty one. Well, like
0: well, it's like ten years ago, right? It yeah. So. Up-
1: yeah, so I was twenty one. So even at twenty one, I was a fan of the classics. So when I was, you know, Halloween was that movie that had a horror movie that I love. But um, even back then, I was just like um, surprised with how intense the crowd was. It was just like insane. I
0: Brandon was like, dude, like, he was like, I've never heard you, like, react that much, like, during the movie. Like, there are just things that were happening, you are just like, <laughs> like, out loud. <laughs> I, I like, know you I prefer
1: know. the Nick Castle, um Michael Oh, Myers. yeah, you're all
0: you're all about that, like, with the Tyler Mayne. That I like him. Tyler maine,
1: I thought he was good. Vicious he's as too shit.
0: too big, and, like, bulky, and, like, like, a fucking behemoth. Like, I like, I like, it's scarier when you're just, like, a you're just, like, a
1: regular dude. I mean, he's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a vicious guy, but I thought he was... I th- I reminds th- me of
0: like George, like George Wilbur painting him too. Like it was just like big and stocky and like I don't
1: know. I like George Wilbur too. I know you you weren't a fan of George Wilbur
0: No, nah, I wasn't a fan of him in Part Six. I actually didn't mind him in Halloween Four. Did you? Uh, he wasn't even I supposed that, to be in that Six. Mass. That mask, that mask is like the worst.
1: Which right. one? the One in Part Four, or Part Six. I like the one in Part Six. Part Four, Part, actually, six, four, or part, part si- four
0: and Five. Part Four and Five had like the worst mask. Followed
1: no. by uh, Shoal. Yeah, I think Shoal <laughs> was the worst mask. To be honest.
0: It's but true. i love i mean but halloween 4 despite the awful mask is actually i actually like halloween 4 more than i like halloween 2 really i like, Hall- like a, probably an unpopular opinion yeah. but like i think it's
1: better for me i mean halloween halloween 1 and 2 feel like just one movie see i used to think that back in the day but then if you watch them now like you can just see the quality just like <laughs> well yeah <laughs> like, because halloween 2 halloween 2 wants to be like this gore fest and halloween 1 is a masterpiece so I think, I think that this take place on the same. It does night. take place on the same night. So, <laughs> Laura and Jamie Lee Curtis are bad wig. So, I mean, your your number one was a remake of a classic. My number one is a remake of a classic. My number one is *Psycho*. And that's a uh, pretty.
0: You know what? The only reason I didn't include it because I I actually don't like it either. But um, I always I'm like amazed by how many good people are in it though. Like there's like there's some talent. In that movie, and everyone—I don't know what attracted—I don't know what attracted them to it, but like maybe because Gus Van Sant had just won, or he didn't win, but like he had just was riding like the Little Hunting
1: Train. I think the fact that he won the Oscar. Um. No. Yeah. He, did he win the Oscar for screenplay? No, he just got it nominated. He no, that, Oscar. that was that was Like, them. yeah. So I think the fact that you know he got that, they're just like, all right, you can do whatever you want right now. Just just have fun.
0: You know what though? I think in your, if you're selling it to a studio, right, and you're like, "Hey, like, we're gonna remake Psycho," and everyone's like, "No, no, no, that's a classic." But then you tell them, "No, we're gonna do it shot for shot." So it's like, we're not gonna butcher the story. It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like the original movie, but with, you know, it's gonna be like a sleeker production and like a new cast. But we're not gonna like hurt what Hitchcock did because we're actually just copying his movie, shot for, for shot. And I think that's what made them go, okay, you can do this because you are making the same movie shot for shot. And he does. I mean, I remember when that movie came out, and uh, right before it came out, and they were showing like the side by sides, like in some of the promotional material and stuff. I mean, he really did remake it shot for shot.
1: Everything. Uh,
0: uh, But it's just, to me though, when you remake something like that shot for shot and it's not as good, it just makes it more obvious that your movie is far inferior to what came before it. And, like, it, there's a lot of reasons that that movie doesn't work. Um, like, we've talked about Anthony Perkins a lot. Anthony yeah. Perkins is good in a way where you feel sorry for him. Like, you he's sympathetic. But you also know that he, like, is on the, the fringe of being insane, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's, moments, there's certain moments where it, it pops out.
1: I think one of the I think the scene for me and I I think I've said it on here before the scene for me with Anthony Perkins is where where the Arbogast was it Arbogast when he first comes yeah, in that, and you see yeah. him and he's like all happy go lucky. And it seems the moment that Norman feels threatened, you see Perkins demeanor completely change.
0: I think I forget the line exactly, but when he's like, she may have gotten over me, but she uh, didn't get over like, oh my god, my mother. Yeah, like that's like,
1: fooled me, but she didn't fool my mother. Didn't
0: fool my mother. Yeah, yeah. That's like, and you just see the flip like right there, and even the character, the Arbogast character sees it then too. Like, okay, well, and then he kind of immediately after he says it, and then Arbogast reacts. He dials it back because he realized he went too far.
1: Yep, totally agree. And like
0: it's so good, and like Vince Vaughn in the remake. (laughs) is just not. <laughs> but, uh, no he couldn't do that stuff like the, I think the what they did with Vince Vaughn was like we just have
1: to make him creepy do you, and that's all they did I've been wanting to I mean it's not going to change my opinion I think it's terrible and it's never la- it's never made a good impact on me but I do I want to this month I want to watch him back to back I want to watch the original I want to watch the remake however I can't seem to find goddamn remake on blu-ray I don't even think it exists on blu-ray uh
0: I own it on DVD i <laughs> uh, refuse to like, buy any dvds I, I were talking well no so hey i didn't buy it my friend had it and didn't want it anymore and I was like, i'll take it i was like i need to watch it, you got um, it for free so i got it for free um uh it's in like i mean i need to go through my collection and be like this shouldn't be in here anymore i actually can i'm looking at it right now and i can see it it's like right next because i don't have things in alphabetical order i should but it's like right next to the Omen, <laughs> like actually good movie. <laughs> that's a movie
1: I forgot to mention in the re- in the remake.
0: Oh yeah, that's a pretty bad. So that remake I feel like only existed so they can like have a good marketing plan because I remember it came out on six six oh six, and it op- yeah. it opened it, op- it opened on the Tuesday. It made eleven million dollars. I, I just remember it made eleven million dollars on the Tuesday and it was like one of the biggest like Tuesdays for like you know not during the summer and stuff like or that like that like a big like summer release. And it fell off pretty quick after that. But that's another remake that had good actors. Like Leo Schreiber's a good actor. Had him. He had Julia Stiles. Like, there was it just didn't work. And that little kid, like, like an example of, even though that kid in the original is like not like you know he wasn't winning any awards. He was creepy. And the kid in the
1: remake, like they seem like they try to make creepy, <laughs> like try too hard and it didn't work. And it didn't work. You know what I was gonna say? Um, before we move on to our best. Um, I recently bought and they're on Blu-ray. If you haven't seen them, give it a shot. Um, it's a little box that I I, I got it for like twenty-seven dollars, and it has all the cycles on Blu-ray, like part two, three, and four. Because I had it on standard, but on you know what, two, two two's is not it. bad. Yeah, two's not bad. It's actually at all. not. It's
0: nowhere near Psycho. Like oh, no, of course near. not. Uh, it's it's. I actually like it, and I like the build-up to the end. I actually like was surprised with the ending when I first saw it. Uh, Anthony Perkins was good. Um, I have seen three and four, but I don't remember much from them. So I'm really three is a,
1: three is connected. Four was just four was a TV movie. Four was a uh a prequel. Oh, it was. Yeah, it's pre- it was like a really bad Bates Motel. Oh god. Yeah, then I'll, I'll leave that where that is. If you give it, if you watch it again, I'm gonna rewatch all of these again. So, well what did
0: you think of i mean other than vince vaughn i mean you had like anne h and Julianne Moore and like william h macy like you kind of were just like were they fine or you like just didn't really care like it was very fine it was just like, fine Beagle, Beagle morrison was in it too even in
1: 1998 i was i loved hitchcock so if you're gonna if you're gonna remake his movie and you remake the exact same and you do have no originality to it then what's the point of it you know what i mean it's like a waste of money it's a cash it's a Cash grab. If there's ever been a cash grab, because there's nothing original about it, so you know why? What's the point of making it? You know. I remember
0: hating how they did the shower scene. Well, like I mean,
1: I think it's funny because I, me, you know how I started with the base motel, like where I felt from the beginning and where I feel now about it. I think the shower scene was done so well on, on the show, uh, despite on the show, it, yeah, despite the twist. I'm not talking about the twist. I'm talking about the actual scene. You know, they yeah, did, I mean
0: they kind of they did they had the homage to like the whole like the the shot where like person's laying on the ground like the eye shot pretty much. Yep. Like, they did that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you didn't like when you first heard about how they switched things up before you watched it.
1: Yeah, uh, man, I, I, the way... I, like, you you made a excellent point when we were talking about it before I had seen it. You're like, if you watch it in the context, it makes sense. Yeah. So, and when I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this really makes sense. This guy, this this person's an asshole. So...
0: I already missed baseball. Time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so been gone that long, <laughs> and we move on to our best. I actually have two honorable mentions. I have um, the hills have eyes, and I have. Where, hold on, I'm putting it up. It's the hills have eyes, and the ring, Evil Dead, and Dawn of the Dead. Those are my those are my honorable mentions. I have the ring. I have the Grudge.
0: Of course, honorable mention. Of course, I could. Whatever, it's good. Um, I actually, I, I know this is like, I'm probably like on the on the minority on this, but I actually like Dark Water, so I put Dark Water on my honorable mention. Ugh. Yeah, you didn't like it. I was waiting for the yuck. All right, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, What else did I have for? There's one more. Uh, oh, and Dawn of the Dead, actually. I almost put Dawn of the Dead in the
1: top five, though. It was very close. It was close. My number five I, I actually was... really liked Dawn
0: of the Dead, though. It's solid. It's Snyder's
1: it, best movie easily
0: yeah and uh i remember when i first saw it like i remember when we first saw it in theaters and like we weren't expecting it to start the way it started Like how it went like it went, like it came it in hot in. yeah it came <laughs> in way hot yeah and we were just like whoa we like we like couldn't like breathe like in the first like five minutes and i was like so the whole movie's gonna be
1: like yeah and everything and i'm i haven't seen the original in so long i i don't want to I don't want to. See. I
0: don't have much of a connection to. It. I remember I've seen it, and I've it's been a while since I watched it. I've definitely watched the remake more, and like I don't. I, I think that's kind of maybe why I like the remake so much because I don't have like a huge personal connection to where I'm like, oh, they can't touch that because it's a classic. Uh, they can't I touch remember...
1: Night of the Living Dead. Well, I mean, like, have they? Didn't they remake that? Yeah, 1990. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It wasn't terrible. I
0: actually
1: like the original a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. So do I. It's well done. I mean, I, I ain't finding particularly scary, but it's well done. Yeah, I'm with you. I thought it was well done too. Um. So yeah, my number five. I don't know. This is probably gonna be higher on your list, but my number, my number five is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's higher. Yeah. So I'll wait till we get to yours to talk about it more in depth, but. I think we've said it plenty of times here. It's po- probably one of the best trailers like ever. Ever. Who ever. I want to know the guy who cut that trailer. Yeah, so I mean and we'll talk about it more when we get to yours, but uh I mean I'll just it, might, say, it might be better than the actual movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the trailer better than the movie. There's no denying that. Like the trailer Well, there's was... a whole
0: there's the whole thing on like the Blu-ray or DVD whatever one you have. There's a whole like behind the scenes thing about how like people how people reacted to the trailer how they like Like, it has its own little segment on, like, the DVD or Blu-ray. It's funny.
1: I don't know if you felt the same way, but when I – this was in 2003. So when I – you know, we saw it in the theater. I really enjoyed it. And then um, when I first read what the features on the DVD, I was like, if the trailer is not in the fucking – because this is before, like, the whole, you know, the whole uh, YouTube craze and all that stuff. I'm like, I need this trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I need this trailer on DVD, like, ASAP. And, then... and it sounds
0: so good in surround sound. <laughs> I got a <laughs> like. Gotta... Uh, like when I when I first watched it on surround sound, and you know the the part where like it's the the camera, the camera flash flash. thing. yeah, oh, so and, good. It, it cuts to black, and then you hear like him walking around, uh, and, and and like on surround sound, it goes through like all your speakers, like he walks around your entire room. And it's, I, it sounds so good. <laughs>
1: and I know we're not we're not none of us, neither one of us, are saying that it's better than the original. It's not. No, but... it's not. We'll talk about it more later, but yeah, it, it's yeah, not. Yeah.
0: Better, but it's definitely it holds its own. I Absolutely. think.
1: Absolutely. All right, go ahead. We'll talk about it more later. What's your number five? Uh, my number five is actually The Hills
0: Have Okay, cool. Uh, I know it was on your honorable, uh, but yeah. I actually um, I do like the original Hills Have You know, of course, it's kind of restricted by like, you know, how low budget it was and all that stuff. And that I think that's an example of a remake that like improves upon some of the stuff in the original without like completely like. Killing the overall like tone and feeling of the original, though like it still kind of maintains what makes the original good, but just improves technically on certain things.
1: Well, you uh, said you think that the original is, I mean, the remake is better than the original, right? I think so. Okay. Uh,
0: um, I mean, like, I I I appreciate the original. I I can still watch it and I enjoy it, but um, the remake, like, even like comparing the two. The two big scenes from the movies, which is like the trailer attack scene, yeah, I think is even though that trailer attack scene in the original is pretty intense, I actually think it's better in the remake. Like the whole like I and I feel and like a lot of people like I know like talk about how like they thought the movie was really slow like in the beginning, yeah, but I think you needed that thirty or forty minutes or so to get to know that family, so you feel completely horrible when those things happen to them. So when like the wife comes in and like sees the guy with their baby and then like, you know, uh, and then he's like, like, cause she just had the baby. So he's like sucking on like her, like her breast milk out while she's like, like trying to like, he has a gun to her baby's head while like he's doing that. Like it's, it's all horrible and intense, but it's so well done that you like, you feel for them the entire scene. So when each one of them gets, you know, killed like when she gets killed and when the mom, like her mother gets killed, like you feel it. Like it's like you're like you feel bad for them. And I think like that's why that first 30, 40 minutes or so where you're just getting to know them is important. I agree. And uh like uh, even like the scene with like Aaron Stanford when he walks into the trailer after like everyone's been killed or whatever and he sees his wife on the ground and he lets out this like little like sigh, which like felt like so natural. It wasn't like a big over the top thing, like where he was just genuinely like shocked to like and, find and her. Part like that. two,
1: part two is no good. Just
0: is hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes me so mad. Cause like, I should have known, cause like the original Hills of Ice 2 isn't good either. <laughs> uh, I should have known that it was gonna mess up a good thing. And it but you went did. in like
1: really positive. You're like, it's gonna be
0: great. It's gonna be good. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Um, I do remember, though, during the trailer scene, when we saw it in theaters, like a handful of people walked, got up and walked out.
1: For was, the like, second one? Like, for the second one? Well, or for the first, first, one? One, the first one? Oh, because it was too gruesome.
0: They were like, uh, you can just tell their body language, like, nope.
1: No, like, I'm, like, I'm done with this.
0: This movie, this movie came in, like, like, completely slow, and now it's coming in hot. <laughs> All LA, of a It went in real hot. <laughs> real hot. Like, a lot of stuff just happened. Like, that one moment, like, so much stuff happens. Like, you have... Three people being murdered. You have the sister being raped by one of the like inbred hillbilly dudes. Uh, like, there's like a lot going on, but it's so well done. Like, I, I mean, like to me, like everyone's talking about like how can you like scenes like that in horror movies? Like, I know they're horrific and they're not. You shouldn't really be enjoying them, but like, there's like there's art to how those scenes are done. And like, if they can get a reaction out
1: of you, then they're done well. And you know that. And the fact that it got people to leave their seats that yeah, yeah
0: that's, that means it did his job
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> all right moving on to my number four my number four is let me in and we talked about it last week how much i love that movie and how much i love the original uh um, hey, you kind of kind of redeemed with chloe a little bit there you go <laughs> yeah, There you go. And not like carrie but you know you're good let me in <laughs>
0: uh you you like let me in too right i do like it i uh, actually uh, uh do i think it's better than the
1: original i don't think so i think it but well, i think it's i, I think they're it's on par total, so. they're on like, yeah they're like, on its own um I think that they cover a lot of scenes from the from the original. So they do have a lot of stuff from the original. But I think the relationship with the little boy and Chloe, Chloe's character are are better in the in the remake than the original. Right. That's just me. Um, And that boy actually uh, is Nightcrawler, which I did not
0: realize. Oh, really? In in, uh, X-Men Apocalypse and in X-Men Dark Phoenix.
1: I did not know that. You grew up? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually um, I heard about it for years. I actually saw the original before I saw the remake, and uh, the remake is actually eighty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, right,
0: so that's another example of a horror movie getting really good reviews and then flopping because it didn't do well. Uh, I, but it's not really a mainstreamy kind of horror movie.
1: I also like—I uh, don't know if you feel the same. I like Richard Jenkins in it. He he plays yeah. the father. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, uh, and I—that th- scene in the hospital was intense, where he's in the hospital and then. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Where she kills him, yeah. So I thought that was really well done too. I, th- I think everything good and everything in the movie is good. I didn't have an, any issue with it. And I guess because um, it was probably one of the f- first outside of Texas Chainsaw that really that the remake held was gave the film justice, gave the original justice, and it wasn't right. like just complete shit. So yeah, my number four is Let Me In. What is your number four?
0: Uh, my number four, we're going. Uh down the west craven route again uh last house on the left
1: you're like scream
0: no yeah yeah, scream uh yeah last house on the left which uh another example of because we talked we talked about the original and how it's it's really hard to watch it's pretty gruesome but uh and i didn't think they could top uh the the you know the kind of infamous scenes where like the three killers are attacking the two girls yeah but there are moments in the remake where it's just as brutal where I was just like, uh, and that was another example. We saw that on opening night. And like when that stuff started, a handful of people walked out.
1: Well, yeah, I don't think, (laughs) I think because of the, the modern day, the modern day, uh, is not prepared for something like that either.
0: Right. Exactly. And, um, some people complain about the one thing they changed, From the original to the remake is having the daughter survive in the remake. Well, yeah, it's fine that she
1: did. I I was more against that because I was, when I first saw the original, I was like, damn, everyone fucking dies. Right, right, right. I I was thinking at least the daughter would survive, so I, I was okay with that change.
0: Yeah, I was fine with it too. And like, and it's still like, I would even say, like, in the remake but like them getting their comeuppance kind of works a little better in the remake than it does in the original Uh even though it's hard to top the mom gnawing on the dude's dick in the original movie yeah. but uh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but it's I mean it does I mean like I mean Aaron Paul you I mean you, you're you a Breaking Bad fan and he's in that Uh when he gets uh, the hand in the garbage disposal <laughs> it's pretty brutal uh i mean i i think like they earn like you earn that ending with the parents kind of getting their revenge i think
1: i agree you do uh
0: and like it's it's well done the acting the actors are really good like i think everyone in that movie is good uh even though (laughs) it was funny because i didn't recognize like the the other chick that played her friend was in uh uh super bad wait who who was she uh, let me look her up. Hold on. I, it always like throws me off because like I was like, oh yeah, she is in that movie. Was it the
1: one that Seth was trying to get? Not Seth. Seth. That was Emma Stone. Uh, oh my God. What the hell's uh Seth's uh, friend's name? Uh, Michael <laughs> Uh Is it
0: Jonah Hill? It, I think. Uh, no, that's his. His friend.
1: Yeah. Because
0: it always like it always threw me off because I've never, I've only seen her
1: in that and uh, the Hills I'm trying to. I can't even think of it right now.
0: That's gonna bother
1: me. God damn it. Well while you're do, while, while you're doing that, I'll I'll go straight to my number my number three. So my number three is my number three is where the hell's my list? <laughs> there you go. My number three is the fly. Uh that's actually my number three. Oh, perfect. There you go. So uh Yeah that movie, Oh well, I watched it recently. So it's <sighs> good I saw. I watch it every. So it's so gross, though. I watch it every year, dude. The transition, but the transition so, from when he starts tr- turning into the fly, and when he finally, it's, oh my god, the practical effects on that was unbelievable. I was my
0: mom is just always when she talks about the fly, she's like, only a white girl would stay through that.
2: <laughs> only
0: a white girl. <laughs> no one else would stay through that. It's tr- she's not lying though. You're falling apart getting all ugly, you might eat me, but no, I still love you. Like, no. <laughs> no, then, no. No, no, no. he's
1: finally the fly, how gross is that though, towards the end.
0: Oh, when he coughs off the stuff on the dude, like is it on his hand? Yes. Uh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it just like dissolves all will go, Oh god, it's gross. That's I'll go I'll go gross. on record and
1: saying that was Jeff Goldblum's best performance. Uh yeah, it's up there. Probably. Yeah. Gina Davis is good that too. Actually. They were both good, yeah. Is is Gina Davis in the sequel?
0: Uh I have never seen the sequel. Um surprisingly. Uh, that you... might be one I need to like try to check no, out. No, it's v- it's
1: bad. It's, bad. it's, like oh, it's really bad? bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I so think
0: is this one of the remakes that you think is better than the original? Have you seen the original?
1: No, but I probably will I it's better. Cause it's like, it's... But the original is good. But this is better.
0: Yeah, it definitely it's definitely not uh the uh, you know. Makeup and uh, gore effects, kind of. It doesn't go that route.
1: Also, goes a different uh, route. Like it turns into an actual fly.
0: Yeah, like the whole like help me thing at the end. So like 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 the the ending of the original though, even though it it's so creepy though how it ends. Like it's 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 really it's really well done. But like um overall like you have a better produced movie in the remake. And like another good example of like having characters you care about because you do care about Jenny Davis. You actually. You care about Jeff Goldblum, even though you know like he, what route he's going down. And, like you shouldn't be doing the stuff that you're doing because
1: this is what's happening. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I don't feel, I don't feel that there's any real antagonist in the movie. I think it's just two people that, I guess, love each other. They eventually love each other, and then you just see bad dis de- bad decisions being made. No real antagonist. Just a lot of bad decisions. Right. Like you like you you want to like, yell at the screen like, Oh, you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much my
0: where I would pick. Ah, ah, ah. But yeah, I mean like they're like it's two solid lead actors though that carry that movie. I mean, I know my mom makes a joke about like only Wagner would say, but like you kinda like you understand, like she makes you understand why she's sticking it out.
1: That's Cron that was Cronenberg, right? The director. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh uh, it's just so good, but, like, it's, like, it's so gross. I, 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 I mean, it's weird, because I've seen so many movies that have so much, probably, more gore in them, and I don't turn my head. I turn my head a lot when I watch The Fly. I think the only,
1: the only horror films that I actually ever turn my head is because of how gory it is, is everything after Saw 1.
0: I'm like, Human Centipede. Okay. <laughs>
1: I've seen a Human Centipede. The first one's not awful. I just, oh. I don't watch it, but, like, consistently, but. It's not one of those horror movies I watch every year, but it's not as awful as people make it out to be. It is pretty gross. <laughs> so The Fly 2, I'm going to read you the premise, is, wow, there is no one in it from the first one. <laughs> they all they all saw the writing of the Jesus. wall. <laughs> it's, uh, it's only 27, it's at 27%. So it's not very good. It's, uh let me see, I'm getting you the actual premise i don't want to mess this one up all right so you know how she's pregnant in the movie yeah yeah so she ends up having the son oh really and the son is like you know pretty much he's five years old and he like has his uh because of i guess what's in what was in jeff goldblum he has a giant growth spurt so he's like five years old and he's 20 and he eventually becomes like this giant creature thingy that sounds... Uh, not good. Sounds good. <laughs> Damn, I wonder if we're going to be the same at number two. So my number two... Uh, Eric Stoltz is in the second one. Well, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Daphne Zuniga, she's on Meryl's Place. This is a really good cast.
1: <laughs> Why Are you being sarcastic? No, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Well, she was in Spaceballs. So, I mean, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> that's fine.
0: But, like, the rest... I can't really uh,
1: justify the rest of this cast. Yeah, for sure.
0: It's a, it a 4.9 on an IMDB, too.
1: Yeah, and you see, I think not nothing against IMDb because they're much nicer than Rotten Tomatoes are. Rotten Tomatoes is a little bit more, uh, more accurate as to the film's real, whether it's good or not. I think because some right. movies on IMDb are ranked really high and they shouldn't be.
0: It also has the really cheesy tagline like "Father like Son." <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta watch that.
0: I, 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 well, I have the seven point five. That's how like, and the original has a seven point one.
1: And the on Raw Tomatoes is ninety one. The your the, the remake. So alright, my number two oh, it, actually, oh, it, didn't, ooh, it made it didn't make a lot of money either. The second one. Jesus. Of course <laughs> no not. One, no one cared. I wonder, <laughs> is your number two the same as my number two? My number two is a thing? Uh yes it is. Oh damn, we our top three We're are good. the exact same ones. We're good. There you go. So my until most until recently, my number uh, two is my number. Was my number one? I don't know. If you were on the same boat.
0: Uh, well, I, like so it, it kind of came down between what the movie you mentioned earlier, and like the only reason like I didn't put the thing ahead of like Texas Chainsaw is because uh, I think i I was more surprised by Texas Chainsaw in the sense that like one, I didn't think you can remake a classic like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and make it work. And the fact that they actually made it work and made it work really well in its own right is what kind of pushes it ahead for me. Where it's not like uh it doesn't completely copy the original. So it like it does little things where it's like has little homages to like the original, but it's its own entity. And that's why it ended up coming out ahead. But the thing was my favorite horror remake for a long time. Uh I yeah. think it's John Carpenter's second best movie. Mm, yeah, I would agree. Uh, you know it's kind of hard to top Halloween but like it's it's the second best I think it's kind of interesting that it didn't do well when it came out but it kind of became like a a huge hit
1: when it came out on video I think a lot of uh, at that time a lot of uh movies gained popularity with rentals
0: yeah I mean the, I think the 80s was big on that for a lot of movies so I mean
1: uh-huh. there was I love the ambiguity of the end that you really don't know if one of them is the thing With uh, with Kurt Russell and uh, oh my God, I always forget his name. Um, my God, he has a great voice. Keith David, Keith David, yeah, yeah. So from from *Record Dream*, (laughs) and he was in *They Live*. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I love (laughs) that the movie ends on that note because it makes you wonder like, who is who? Is one of them the it? Is one of them the thing? Is is it um? It, did they actually kill it i mean i everything about it is good and like you said the, and we go back to practical, practical effects that dog thing looking thing oh, uh. <laughs> i love oh. dogs but damn that should look good
0: so creepy
1: so creepy and i love that scene when they're taking their blood specimens and like they putting it on the each one of them has to give their blood to test their blood and that and the tension in that scene was, was really really strong um. Yeah. So I and I think every I think uh Kurt Russell is great in it. He's a uh and um yeah. So that's my number two and your number two. And anything else you want to add? Uh no. I think he kind of covered it. Uh, it's
0: did it didn't it make a lot co- of money either, right? No, it didn't. It, like it really didn't do well when it came out. Uh, it kind of yeah. I mean, found his life when it came out on video, and it's like considered a classic now. It's funny. It has an eight point two on IMDb. I think it's like a ninety something. Very high for a movie like that, uh, and apparently, uh, according to John Carpenter, it's his out of all his films, it's his personal favorite. Over
1: Halloween, wow. over Halloween. Well, we love it so. Right. Well, it's really
0: interesting because it you know, kind of comes full circle because they're they're watching the original thing in Halloween, and then he ends up remaking it.
1: It's fun, and it's funny. Um, and now, I mean, now he's a part of Halloween, so he's back on the train.
0: Uh, yeah, I read an uh, interesting too. I read an article about uh, the new one. Like they interviewed uh, Jason Blum like recently, and they they were asking like how heavily involved is John Carpenter? And they said that like every decision that they've made, like the writer, director, and the producer, has been approved by John Carpenter. They go to him first before they do anything. Even with bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis, they asked him first, and he's approved everything that they've I done.
1: Have, I am. Gonna, I'm very, very, very optimistic about next year.
0: I am too. I mean, like, I, uh, I mean, she seemed pretty done with the franchise, so it must have been something
1: that script must be. That script back. must be really good. She doesn't yeah. need the money because I don't think she's. I don't think she's the type of actress that would go in for the money.
0: No, no, and like you know, she she's one of those actresses that can take a long break and then work again, and then take a long break and then work again, where she doesn't need it.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly.
0: She's pretty successful in her own right, so I don't think that like she really needs to. And I they must have sold her. I mean, I'm pretty sure the paycheck's probably nice, but but they like they probably sold her on like a really good idea. And you know, I'm glad they're making it known that it's not some like glorified cameo because that'd be a horrible bait and switch.
1: <laughs> like, oh my god! If, she, if she's only in it for like five minutes, I'd be pretty annoyed.
0: <laughs> yep, instant instant Twitter reaction. <laughs>
1: And moving to our number one We don't have the same number one We don't have the same number one I'm surprised my number one is not on your list What's your number one? Should I go first or you want to go first? Yeah, let's go first first. So my number one is the newest movie on the list And my number one I just recently saw again So my number one is Oh, it
0: It. It. (laughs) I can kick out the hills (laughs) Have (laughs) eyes.
1: I probably should oh yeah so when i wrote my review i was like where do i put this because when i first saw it i tried not to be a prisoner of the moment and be like this is you know this is an all-timer and i wrote in my review i think this is a genre-changing film if people actually continue to do it right um i watched it again this week and i liked it even more the second time and it's you feel more for these characters and these kids a second time. And I hope that it's not what uh, Ben, who was on the podcast with us last week said, that it's like we love it because of the kids. But I think it's more than that. I think everything in that film works perfectly from the beginning where they you 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 mentioned before about like going in strong, like the way they killed Ger- Georgie is going in strong. Yeah. Like right away in the beginning, they pull if no strings like that. <laughs> Yeah, so if you're opening up a movie and you're ripping off a little fucking kid's uh hand off arm off, then I do you know where it's going? The development of these kids are so so good. All the little jokes, it's funny. It's not overly scary, but it does its job of creeping you out. And I think the su- the subtleness of like little scenes where Pennywise just pops in out of nowhere, and yeah. you're not prepared for it, like that scene in the um. When they're doing the the whole movies and you think it's over and you think he's gone, and all of a sudden he just comes out of nowhere, so I yeah. thought that was good, all the subtleness of that, and then um he adds a creepiness to it i mean pennywise Tim Curry is great, but I think um this performance my, i don't know. Should, i guess it's different it's like I look at it like the joker, every performance is different, so with that, I mean it is my number one i'm glad that they don't use him
0: too much like he's like in it enough
1: well yeah i mean bill skarsgård and when he's in it i i was i was the second time i was looking for more of uh the little things that they said that he did on his own like the movement of it he could move each eye like in certain directions so i was looking for that because i thought that was cgi the first time but i saw that a lot of this stuff was just him and he like met with a contortionist to be able to move his body in certain ways, and I thought that was so well done. The kids I even love even more this time. I love 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 the. I always forget the fat kid's name. <laughs> ben Ben Ben. That's love you, love. I love Ben. <laughs> all so the all the new kid on the block stuff was hysterical to me. I don't know if it is it the same for you. No, no, it was funny. It yeah. Was, so, but no, I can't wait for. <laughs> I still
0: love the "Please don't go, girl." <laughs> please don't go, girl.
2: That's, awful. that's, another, that's another <laughs> Uh I yeah,
0: think so- it's getting repeat viewings too. I think that's helping the movie a lot. Well, like people were seeing it multiple times. I saw it on not- my
1: I saw my day off from of work on Wednesday or Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, and you'd think it was a one o- a twelve o'clock showing. So it was early in the day. You'd think that I would be the only one. It was probably about like 25 people there. And for a 12 o'clock showing on a Tuesday, that's that's a lot of people. So it it's holding compared strong. To, compared to my Friday showing of Flatliners was just me and my friends. <laughs> now, here's a question. I mean, before we get to your number one, do you think it, it has a shot of grossing more than Justice League? I was discussing that with someone a little earlier. Oh, like
0: someone actually, someone wrote an article about how it could actually outgross potentially outgross Justice League and Thor. They were saying that it could like in the end be uh, gross more than that. I actually, I think it has a huge shot of outgrossing Thor because Thor, the Thor movies haven't hit three hundred million yet. I think they like the second one topped out like a little over two. Uh, Justice League, I don't know. It depends on how how good. I don't even. I don't even know. (laughs) <laughs> if it's good if it's good, then maybe not, but if it's as bad as like some of us think it will be, I think it will probably outgrow Justice League.
1: I forget that Justice League is coming out. Someone had to remind know, me like, the other usually day. Usually like you're super excited for it and it's like ah, it's November, yay. It's like I don't I, know what to think I, about it anymore. Like I remember Star Wars is coming out, but I don't remember Blade Runner. Blade we got Blade Runner next. Yeah, this this might, I it might not be pretty to watch next month. So, uh, yeah. it's uh, it's it's that uh, yeah.
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> my boy, Josh Weed. No, he can't save everything. No, he can't. He
1: can't. <laughs> not he, even a train wreck. That that's. I think that's more than a train wreck. I think that's like a kamikaze plane right now, just like, right, flying right into the fucking water. That thing is gonna. <laughs> <How optimistic. laughs> I have, no i have zero <laughs> zero faith i will go on here the following week and say i was wrong that but that movie i have zero faith
0: good what
1: <laughs> have, what what thing have they done that makes it seem like it's good wonder woman no, no. <laughs> no i'm talking about promotion promotional wise nothing they finally came out with
0: posters that don't look awful yeah they look very bright yeah, they are very bright, <laughs> but they yes. don't look bad. Like, the other, like, posters they've come out with are just awful. I saw them this morning, and I was like, oh, those are bright. The Comic-Con one was awful. I was like, this is an awful hot mess. And so was the trailer, so. Yeah, there's no, like, redeeming quality so far. And, ah. the,
1: and Ezra Miller's annoying. I think I said that before.
0: Uh, did you see that thing, though? They said that early screening said that he's, like, a fan favorite. Like, like they he's really good. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I'm not trying to diss on him because I actually like Ezra Miller. Well, I mean, just, what early screenings?
1: Just, the movie's not yeah. done yet.
0: Well, they actually they've had like screenings of like the unfinished film for certain people. Oh, f- it. oh
1: that sounds like a clusterfuck.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. he's a fan favorite, but there hasn't been they can't there hasn't really been like enthusiastic responses to the whole movie yet. Oh,
1: figures. All right, so um,
0: yeah, it's it, it just Ezra Miller shouldn't be there. It should be Grant Dustin.
1: Yeah, I'm, definitely. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so your number going to your number one. I think I can guess what your number one is. That chainsaw wielding maniac, Leatherface. That goddamn
0: great fucking trailer. <laughs> not the beginning, and not the other
1: one with Trey Songs. <laughs> the beginning of that. Uh, the beginning of that movie is pretty much the same copy of the first one, though. Except it's a girl yeah. instead of a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's fucking creepy though in the original. Yeah. So. But
0: yeah, I mean, I like, I mean, I, maybe because I just have like fond memories of seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre when it came out, like it, like it, it shouldn't have, it had no reason to be good, but it was. Like it, like, I, I know, like back then, some of us had like kind of low expectations, because we we're like, oh, like I don't know if this is gonna work, because like the original's so good, and. Uh, seeing the finished product, though, I mean, like I said, like it pays homage to the original movie, but it doesn't completely copy it. Yeah, you're right. Like some of the characters are creepy in their own right. Like, uh, was it Arlie? Uh, why am I blanking on his name? The the, the fake sheriff. <laughs> uh, he's creepy and is like uh, he's actually creepier than Leatherface to me.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: In the remake, and uh, the guy who even played Leatherface, uh, I always uh, his last name's hard to pronounce. I know his first name's Andrew, but uh. You can tell he's one of those people. Like, you know how you have some of those people like like the Kane Hodgers of the world that like love playing those parts. He loved playing Leatherface. And you can actually tell that he put in a lot of work playing it, even though like you won't you don't see his face. And like some people would think that it's not really an actor's performance, but you can just tell him like how like he approaches it, like like just like the the way he attacks certain scenes as a character. Like this is someone that enjoys playing the character, and I think you need someone like that to Take on those kind of roles, so it's not just like a stunt man, like behind a mask and stuff.
1: You know what sucks, though? It's actually—I didn't even know it was this low. It's actually only thirty-six percent on Rotten.
0: Is it really? Yeah. Uh, I know Roger Roger Ebert didn't like it, but he didn't like scary movies, though. Did he like Halloween? He did. Oh. He loves Halloween. He compared it to Psycho.
1: Okay, I mean he likes.
0: Mind. You know what else he loves? Like he's so weird. So he always talks about how like oh, I don't like gore for the sake of gore. And like, oh, like these are really bad movies. He loved the original Last House on the Left. Oh, that's surprising. Like gave it three and a half out of four stars. Yeah, that's... Like, like it's so weird the way he approaches certain movies.
1: I'm like, oh, you like that, but then you hate this? Well, both of them were weird at times with what they liked and what they didn't like. Right. So, I mean, I I, I remember like... I mean, I didn't watch it too much because I was a kid. But... uh. Certain times that I would expect them, like I would look forward to watching it when I was probably like a teenager or whatever, and I was like, "All right, cool, so let's see what um uh what they think about this." And you think they're gonna like it, but in reality, they're just like they shit on it. And I'm like, "Hmm, okay, I guess they they just woke up in a bad mood when they saw it."
0: Well, you know they they hate Friday the Thirteenth uh so much so that they actually uh infamously gave out. Uh, Betsy Palmer's home address on air, so people could write her and tell her how horrible the movie was. And uh, I think it was Victor Miller, whoever, uh, and Sean S Cunningham. They encouraged people to write to them and tell them how vile the movie was. That's fucked up.
1: <laughs> it's funny. Like out of the three, though, like out of the the, the big three, like Myers, Jason, and and Freddy, Friday Thirteenth is. Very 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 Like I mean I would Let me let me reword it Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween are way more Superior than to Friday the 13th Friday the 13th is not really a great movie
0: No it's not it gets lumped in With them I think because it's the three You know
1: the three big guns
0: Yeah but it's definitely not Like good I mean I mean it's entertaining For sure
1: and, no, for uh, sure. It's very entertaining. I, I think
0: out of all of them, out of all of them, it comes the closest to trying to be a good movie. But it uh but yeah, it definitely when you're comparing it to Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween, it it's definitely no. comes in below that. Yeah, for sure. Well, I it, mean, I feel like they've been per- they've been fairly uh like the creators that have talked about how like, you know, they saw Halloween and they kind of wanted to make their
1: own little their own version of that. Oh, you know, Halloween did a lot to spark that slasher the slasher horror genre it's funny because i've i've actually debated with people and someone said i think someone asked me this week and they're like do you think that um that uh the horror genre and gore and this are like are different genres and i'm like no man horror is the same shit as gore i mean uh slasher films and stuff like that the same fucking shit man like you can't it's it's like, there's gore porn, but it's still a horror film, you know? Right. So, but yeah, like, I've really, really enjoyed, like, I mean, we were set up very well with Texas Chainsaw with the, with the trailer, like we were taking before. I remember, like I said, I still remember to this day, like the first time that I saw that trailer. Yeah.
0: It's so well done. And actually, they kind of, I mean, it's not as effective, but they kind of went the same route with the trailer they cut for the Amityville Horror Remake uh which isn't as effective but it's still like kind of in the same vein of like the way they kind of cut the Texas Chainsaw Massacre trailer they kind of like they kind of kept that motif for the movies they were promoting uh from that production company cuz like, i think they even tried to do it with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the beginning trailer and it's not as good uh like they have that really creepy version of amazing grace playing over it uh but it doesn't work as well and it's, i actually
1: like, that song is actually the one that's in the Texas Chainsaw trailer. It's not very good, but that first, you know, that first little verse of it is that yeah, sets up works. in the trailer. It works so well. So,
0: yeah, it's it's well done. Yes. Sir. Uh do you, like do you like the beginning? The te- the Texas no. Chainsaw
1: at the beginning? It was alright, I guess. It's pretty yeah. it's pretty Girl. whatever. <laughs> and then she dies at the end, it was just like whatever. You know
0: what though, uh I, that always pissed me off that she did, like, I, I took, like, it's, it, I know it's supposed to be, like, surprising, like, oh, God, I because she, cause it takes place before what's going on in the remake that we got first, like, no one can really survive. Yeah. She got through all of that. <laughs> like, all of that, and like, I, I always get mad when, like, they get through, like, all of that, and then, like, and then they, like, add that fucking zinger at the end, like, he, he wrecked her, dude. No, he it just a,
1: killed her. Like I like mean, the literally... back, was he in the back seat? Like the chainsaw. He like went through the, the chain. Ra- yeah, he went through her <laughs> with the chainsaw at the chainsaw end. Chainsaw saw
0: in the back seat. Yeah, and he wrecked her.
1: <laughs> and then after that, there was the one with that uh, they were cousins, and yeah. Did you? I actually like some
0: of the scenes in the beginning. Like they tried to. I mean, they didn't do it like completely well, but they at least they incorporated like the dinner scene and the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning, like from the original. From the
1: original, yeah. Did you ever see the part four? The one with, uh, was it part four? The one with uh,
0: Matthew McConaughey?
1: Yeah, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. How is that? I've never you know seen what
0: that. I like about both of those actors. They don't shy away from talking about it. Like it's not what they don't like. They don't like Jennifer Aniston in the situation where like I wasn't in Leprechaun. Like yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> like they actually are like yeah you know we were both starting out as actors. Like he had uh, he had already shot like a Time to Kill and but you know and like he okay so i guess he knew what he had on deck <laughs> yeah like, so he was what?
1: like all right whatever why not
0: and, and like renee zellweger you know was in between like you know she did empire records and like she had like jerry Maguire on deck so she also wasn't too worried <laughs> but you know they both like we were both like young actors and like it was fun when they, they were talking about how they had fun doing it
1: it's funny you always mention you always say you low-key like it i don't think anyone low-key likes uh leprechaun <laughs> I do low-key like that. No, why do you like Leprechaun? Uh, so really? It's fun. Oh, it's... I don't like Leprechaun at all. And they built a whole franchise out of it. It's hilarious. I mean, good like, for them, but he fits
0: the hood and space. I mean, or... <laughs> <laughs> Iced Tea was in. Him.
1: <laughs> all right, question of the day: Do you like Leprechaun in space or Jason X more? Jason
0: X. Okay, cool.
1: I actually, fine. like a. I mean, it's not good, but it's kind of funny. It's, it's funny. funny it's whatever. It's so bad that it's good. It makes no sense. Like how, why is Jason just hanging in chains for like years and Jason's like really strong so he could easily break out of those things? Makes no sense, but sure, why not? Yeah, it's like uh... It sucks for Kane Hodder cuz he's like I'm going to do this Jason X with the And then I'm going to do Freddy X. versus Jason, but nope. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> was that a Ronnie uh the guy who directed
1: Ronnie You? Was that his decision? He always says it wasn't, but I'm sure it was. And it sucks because I've met Kane Hodder and I've spoken to him on like numerous occasions and he always when it, when that topic comes up he's definitely always gives off that disappointment like man I did I put all this work for like five movies and then you just like completely throw me out when with the movie that was probably going to give him the most money in terms of like gross and um pay pay for him I think it would have been great great role for him and now he does uh have you seen hatchet oh yeah i love yeah. hatchet so yeah he's he's pretty good and now he's what is it victor crawley that's his name Crowley. yeah so i haven't seen part two and three right is it any good uh
0: yeah actually like oh that's another franchise that daniel harris has like jumped into yeah
1: apparently uh, in her last panel she says she wants to be a director now so oh, oh,
0: geez, damn it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I want her on like a solid TV show, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, like, think, that's true. I think she deserves like a, you know a TV show. Not another. I mean, I, it's cool. I I feel like she like she doesn't mind being like a genre actress. Like she's known for it, and like, you know, it's it's paid her bills. But like, I feel like she could pop up on like a CW Fox show. Like I don't know. Like it seems like she's worthy of it. She still looks young. Like it's not like she's like aging horribly or anything. Like. The fact that she played high school ten years ago in Halloween,
1: <laughs> she's in her forties too now.
0: Yeah, but she looks good.
1: No, she looks great. But yeah, the I fact guess, that she's I in remember, her.
0: Like, I remember being like, "Man, like she's gonna be so hot eventually." I mean, I know she's older than me, but like you know, see, so you are watching like Halloween when you are a kid, and I am like, "That girl is gonna grow up to be." It's,
1: it's you, you know what's funny because I've talked, <laughs> I've discussed, I've talked about this with Jen, and I was like, "Cause when I saw Halloween four and 5... I was a kid so i was like oh she's gonna be really pretty when she grows up and i told her i thought that and she's like isn't that kind of creepy and i'm like yo i'm like i was like nine years old when i saw that i think it's okay if i said that a girl that's my age is gonna be a lot pretty when she gets older right yeah i
0: mean we all thought it i mean i i remember too like i i (laughs) there's another example and i didn't say it out loud but emma watson back in the day when she was in harry potter and when, like when she first started out like i low you know, ke- i in low-key in head, thought it yeah like, yep she's like, gonna be hot too man because i low-key <laughs>
1: thought it and then by part three i was able to say it when for ask because she was like because i was for ask i was 17 and she was like 15 or 16 at the time and i was like yeah she's like pretty and now she's like yeah. and she's hot so i remember when the bling ring came out and we saw a trailer for it
0: and like my buddy was like Dude, you're all over this movie, right? And i was like, yeah,
1: it looks good. He's like, no, 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 not looking good. Look at Emma Watson. <laughs> and I thought she was, and I thought like, she looked hot. <laughs> and I thought she looked great in Perks of Being a, uh, oh yeah, she was a So she was pretty in
0: the Perks of Being a Wallflower, and she was hot in the Bling Ring. Like she can actually like, like they made her because they made her like kind of like L.A. Beverly Hills hot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, yeah, that's another one. And like in, back in the day, I, I was the only one that didn't think this about these two girls. I know a lot of people are like on the Mary Kay Nashley ocean train. Like when they got older, that they were going to be pretty. I never was on that train. And
1: you were, <laughs> and you were right about that.
0: And, uh, they actually, I feel like they could have been, there was like a moment where they were about to, and then like, they got like
1: grossly skinny and like, just, and then they weren't <laughs> like, <ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this, that pretty much wraps up our, our, uh, countdown for today next week we're taking a week off uh, Jen and I will be covering New York Comic Con so look out for tons of pieces on New York Comic Con and hopefully we get some good panels I mean we have uh, we already have a panel with uh, Jeff Johns lined up that we got our confirmation about on okay. Friday so we got our confirmation Friday that we're already booked for that and uh, we're looking to get a lot of Marvel panels we are doing a child's play panel on Thursday so look out for that <laughs> like the original Shelby? The for no for the new one. You're all the original oh, cast, that, oh, it comes out. Yeah, and the whole cast is going to be there so even Jennifer uh, what the fuck is her name? Uh the one that was the bride of Chucky? Tilly? Oh, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, she's going to be there too. So I think it's like just a whole Child's Play panel, but they're going to touch on the new movie, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually giving up the they're doing a DC 10th anniversary animated film panel on their main stage, but I'm going to turn that one down to go to the child's play panel. I think that's going to be more fun. Ah, What?
0: So you turn that down for Chucky. That's a, that's a bold move.
1: You want to turn that down?
0: I don't know. I mean, I guess I would, I actually would be more enthusiastic to go to child's Play than I would. Cause they're,
1: they're 10 years. They're, they're an hour apart, but you know how, you know how panel, you know how panels are at comic con. If you're not there at least a couple of minutes early, even for the little panels, you're not going to get a seat. So we are going to, we're going to do that. And then, um, I think we have reviews of what do we have reviews of this week? Flatliners.
0: I have more TV reviews coming too.
1: Um, We have reviews of Battle of the Sexes, and then next week is Blade Runner. So, who's who's got who's got that? You or me?
0: Uh, Do we both have
1: it? I think we both have it. All right, the part
0: where Jen says, "Like, look at the list I made."
1: Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Jen for (laughs) us not paying attention to the list.
0: Yeah, I mean it's hard i mean like i look at it and i think i remember it and then i forget
1: (laughs) all right so for this week's real chronicles i'm david g thanks for joining me today yay see you (laughs) next week kiddos oh no see you in two weeks kiddos
0: thanks for listening you can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com follow us
1: on facebook and instagram at real chronicles love what you hear leave us a review and tell your friends If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.